If you ask me, nothing stinks more than when your husband Dutch ovens you with a big, ripe, juicy one and then holds your head down under the covers. Except maybe body odor. That's why I'm excited to tell you about Lumi whole body deodorant. Lumi delivers outrageous 72-hour odor control everywhere from your pits to your feet and yes, even those private parts. As a special offer, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code BUNNY, B-U-N-N-I-E, at lumideodorant.com. That's L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. You guys know I absolutely love Lumi. I rock it everywhere I go. I work long hours. So if I'm doing like a podcast run or if I'm out at one of my husband's shows or just overall anxiety ridden and I'm sweating, Lumi has saved me so many times, especially a toasted coconut. I feel like it masks my odor a little bit more and especially that right armpit that always smells like beef stroganoff. If you know, you know. Once again, as a special offer for listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code BUNNY, B-U-N-N-I-E, for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code BUNNY, B-U-N-N-I-E, at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. What's up, guys? Don't forget to sub to Patreon so that you can see the visuals. Because not only do we have episodes of the podcast, we have exclusive content that nobody else sees on any other apps, behind the scenes, photo shoots, and we're dropping a whole bunch of surprising stuff this year. So if you guys don't want to miss out and you want to be the first to know, go over to our Patreon, www.dumblondunrated.com. Love ya. Is this thing on? Bonnie, who used to be a former sex worker and now hosts the podcast Dumb Blonde. Most little girls grow up wanting to be doctors and lawyers and shit. And I was like, I want to be super hot, make a lot of fucking money and be a rock star's wife. That was my goal as a child. And here we are. (laughs) Hi, babies. Welcome to another episode of Dumb Blonde. Today, we have a true icon, one who has lived a full life and not just because of her exes, but because of hard work, tenacity, and her sheer will to shine. Miss Shayna Mokler. Hello. What you doing? That's a nice baby? introduction. I mean, Thank listen, you. girl, I fucking, <laughs> I, I, I've always loved you, Thank but you. I really yeah. had to kind of study you for the podcast, you sure, know? Sure, sure. And you're so, you're resilient as fuck. Thank and you. And you've Thank been through you. some shit. Yes. I have. A lot. A lot. And I can't wait to touch base on it. And I feel like the media villainized. They're so kind. Aren't they sweet? They're so sweet. They're so kind to me. I've never had to deal with it on your level. I'm just now getting into it. Sure, sure. And just the outright lies. Yeah. I don't know how you've... You have 
are like a pop, a pop culture icon. Thank you. Literally. Like everybody knows who you are. And if they don't, they fucking, I don't even live under a rock. <laughs> like for sure. Thank you. <laughs> um, love you more. more. Yeah, I got you, baby. I got you. <laughs> but I just love that no matter what life has thrown at you, you've always made it a positive. You've always got back up on your feet and you've always just Thank been like, you. you hit like a bitch and I'm just going to keep doing me. Yeah. Yeah. And you're outspoken. And East I coast. <laughs> I love that. So yeah, let's talk about it. So you grew up in Rhode Island. Yeah. I was born and raised in Rhode Island. Uh, I was born in Providence, raised in a small town called Barrington. And I was born and raised there. And I just always wanted to get into the entertainment industry. So um, there wasn't a big booming one in Rhode Island. So I started out in pageants. That's how I got into pageantry. And uh, yeah, and I, I graduated high school. I moved to Miami. I modeled there. I went to New York. I modeled there. And let's then, uh, let's let's slow yeah. it down real quick. I can sure. tell you're so used to doing interviews because she's like, let's get it in all. Yeah. <laughs> but we're going to stop right there. So you grew up sure. in Rhode Island. How was your relationship with your parents? Because I know that they both. Yeah, just, I lost both my parents. That this is year. fucking tough, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it's brutal. Yeah. Um, I'm very grateful that I had my parents for as long as I did. And, and I mean, it's just one of those parts of life, you know, where, you know, it's going to happen one day, mm -hmm. but you just are like, no, it's never going to happen. But, you know, I, um, I'm, they were married for 52 years and they were honestly like two of the most incredible human beings. And I'm so grateful that I had them. In fact, you know, I, I, um, I kind of, uh, think that my I think my strength and my resilience is because of them because I had uh, such a strong family mm. um you know supporting me through all the craziness yeah. and the roller coaster ride yeah so uh you know yeah losing them this is my first you know year without them and I'm like I'll cry <laughs> I'm like no, talking about them how like, are you I'm not gonna start crying but um you know this is like my first holidays without them and it's it's hardcore it's just I mean it's just that part of life you know that you just never wanted to have happen but happened and so yeah it's been it's been a really gnarly year for me but um, that's brutal yeah but they they were my strength they always supported me and they were so good to me and you know without them i wouldn't be where i am today and i'm just so grateful you know i know i i have friends that you know didn't even know their parents and yeah. you know didn't have that so i'm just really happy i got to have him for as, for as long as i did he's so awesome I, chachi's just sprawled out dick and <laughs> dick and everything just hanging out right now um so cute my heart breaks for you i lost my Thank mom you. last november and then i found out my dad has stage four cancer oh this year gosh, so i'm wow. watching him die so oh. i couldn't even imagine you know what you're going through losing them yeah like i was that, prepared for my dad to pass you know he was really i'm the last of four he was he was like 85 86 and but my mom was like just a like a super surprise you know so mm. my condolences honestly oh, no um, same to you um uh what, i forgot now i got all emotional too thinking yeah. about it i forgot <laughs> what i was gonna ask um oh you said that your mom was a surprise do you think that she possibly died from a broken heart she she actually died first she died january oh, she did 3rd die first. yeah okay. she had a massive like heart attack just oh. out of nowhere no no really healthy and doing well i mean i thought i was gonna have her for like another i thought she was gonna drive me crazy for another 20 years oh. you know but um uh, after she died i knew i knew when one went the other one would be really close like some notebook style stuff oh. you know so um at one point my dad was just so sick that i just was like god like please that's mom, how like, that's where i'm at with like, my come dad. take him please yeah like yeah. i don't want him to hurt anymore yeah no, i totally yeah 
Well, back to your childhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's get off the sad subject. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, back to your childhood. So, when did you start modeling? As a as a baby or like? I, in no, childhood? I started modeling when I was. I went. To, I wanted to be a model so bad. My dad had this. Uh, he was a dentist, mm-hmm. and he had this uh, model from New York who would come to just see him. And she was a Revlon model. And I just, when she would come, I would be like, "Wow!" Yeah. But I would watch like you know Barbie commercials and stuff, and be like. I want to do that, you know, like I don't want the Barbies. I want to be in the commercial. Yeah. I always loved that. And uh, so my mom put me in a John Casablanca's like model. I remember school. the John Casablanca's. They used those? to be at the malls. They yeah, would yeah, ask they you. were like in the malls and stuff. <laughs> yeah. and, and my mom- only the real OGs know that. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and uh, and um, I was like four eleven and like seventy five pounds. My mom was like, oh, I don't know how to tell you. You know, I'm not gonna. This, is gonna <laughs> this work isn't out a dream for you. you're gonna have. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and but she put me in modeling and the uh, the pageant, uh, the Miss Rhode Island Teen USA pageant. Uh, people were there. And they were like, you should come do the pageant. I was like 15. And I was like, okay. And I did it. And I placed like first runner up. And then I I, I finally, I, I just became like a kid model. And I started making bank, like being a kid, like a junior model. Yeah. And my parents were like, oh shit, maybe like <laughs> she can do something with this, you know? Yeah. Um, because I was doing like national campaigns, but as like a, like, like a kid. Yeah. But then I, I finally hit puberty. And I grew, and uh, and uh, the next year I, I ended up winning the Miss Rhode Island Teen USA pageant. I went to Miss Teen USA. Um, what is doing yeah. pageants like? I mean, especially at a young age, do you did yeah. you feel like all the competition? How were the girls like? Did it create like insecurities in you? Because I would hate to be judged that young because I was so fucking awkward yeah. as a teenager. <laughs> I guess I looked at it more of like the glamour part of it, like right. the show. Like I was like, I want to be part of the show and the lights and the um, and uh, I was excited to interview and like, you know, share my personality with people and um and the girls were great you know you made friends and they had events for us and um and they would teach you like beauty stuff you know Mm -hmm. and there was lots of networking you know so like you know they would go to john casablanca's they would go to modeling schools they would introduce you to agencies and that's what i was trying to get you know right and so uh, even so even at such a young age you really just had your eye on the prize oh yeah i was like what you wanted to do i was so ambitious yeah i was like i'm gonna and people would laugh at me you know my i remember being in school and writing down like I want to be a model and an actress and like the, it was like out of a movie like everyone like pointing and laughing you know but I was like I'm gonna you manifested I'm gonna do it life. yeah I was like I'm gonna do it. and it's funny because I always wanted to be a model and they were like oh you're too little you're too this you'll never be a model and then when I when I became a big model then they were like oh well you, I was like I want to be an actress and they're like well you can't be an actress and then I became an actress and it's like oh well you did tv you can't do movies you know it's always like they always yeah. will tell you something so. I love that I was just yeah. talking about that on my tiktok live today I was like they said I forgot what the question was but I was like oh they said uh, as an entrepreneur what would you say I said never give up on yourself because yeah. you are the only one who's going to have your back a hundred percent yeah so no matter if they tell you no do it anyways I said yeah people, it'll try you yeah. know even if it, if it doesn't work out I mean there's so many things I've tried and failed at but you know you got to try yeah and I think just just even the first step you know mm-hmm. just getting yourself out there that's yeah. the hardest part once you do that then you just keep you know one step at a time absolutely yeah. so take me on this journey you were doing pageants and yes. then how did you end up in LA and sure yeah w- so, was that at a young age too yeah okay. yeah I um I graduated high school I moved to Miami I did season there for you know like um 
there and then I we all you know we follow the seasons and we I moved to New York and I competed in Miss New York USA what does that mean follow seasons so in modeling there's like seasons where you know the weather is really beautiful and all the clients and everyone go to Miami and shoot oh. and then when the weather gets too hot everyone goes to New York and then the weather gets nice there so then everyone they follow the seasons. I never knew that yeah that's so, awesome yeah that's so that's what I did and I, I I loved doing Miss Teen USA so much that I wanted to do Miss USA so I did Miss New York and I won that and then um, I went to Miss USA I was actually first runner-up and the girl who beat me went to Miss Universe so I inherited the title of Miss USA and back then we were based in Los Angeles so I moved to LA to be Miss USA for a year and um, and that's how I got to LA. I was 19 years old. I was like the youngest Miss USA in like a decade. It was pretty crazy. That is so crazy that you accomplished so much in such a short amount of time. Yeah. And I feel like people don't focus on that with you. They don't focus no. on your accomplishments. They want to just focus on like comments or shit that gets said and it's like yeah no, they want to focus on who i dated you know yeah. and i'm like i have like and, and we'll like, get we'll get to that but yeah. that's not you <laughs> yeah you know? it's, it's crazy to me because i'm like you know i've i've really worked my ass off you, you know i've like beat the streets of providence boston miami new york la and i've auditioned for every everything i've ever done i've i had to audition it wasn't like i was just handed to yeah. me one role was handed to me but <laughs> everything else was not handed to me yeah. you know and i don't think people realize that no and thank I think you for I, that I, of course it. and I and that's really one of the things I wanted to highlight in this interview is like you're so much more than what is in the tabloids. Thank you. And um, so going back to you doing all of this, like where are you living? How are you supporting yourself? Well, when I moved to um, L.A., when you win Miss USA, you got an apartment in L.A. for a year wow. and you got free transportation and um, and they flew me all over the country. And I worked with different charities like Special Olympics. I I went to huge Hollywood um uh, you know, um, what do they call them? Premieres and yeah. things. I and I signed with William Morris, and that oh, was nice. like, yeah, that's uh, my career took off pretty quickly. That's when yeah. I got on Pacific Blue and uh, became a series regular, and um, my, yeah, everything kind of took off. So, and then after my year was over, I uh, crowned Allie Landry, the famous Doritos mm -hmm. girl. Yep, I remember. And um, and uh, yeah, I just got a little apartment in L.A. and I just hit the hit the streets hit the streets yeah. running baby <laughs> yeah, yeah so okay you're 19 years old yes you're in LA yes how is 19 year old Shayna feeling just Man, like I... coming from fucking small <laughs> Rhode Island yeah which is beautiful but yeah LA was hard at <clears throat> first to get used to especially coming from the east coast um east coast people will come to LA and do pretty good LA people will go to the east coast and they usually come back real right real quick they don't like <laughs> yeah. it as much yeah. over there but um it was hard you know LA's um, you know, it's a bigger city. It's very spread out and it's very clicky. People, you know, they see yes. a lot of people come and go. Mm -hmm. They see a lot of Hollywood people. Um, and so they don't let people into their cliques very easy. So it was hard to make friends, but I eventually did. And um, I just, I just, I look back now and I mean, I just had the time of my life. This it was, was just kind of felt like where your soul belonged. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This was like home and you know the my OG the old crew of Hollywood I'm actually going to see them all um we're going to be celebrating one of our OG's uh birthdays um coming up this Saturday and I'll see a lot of the old school people and it was just like the best time ever it feels like a million lifetimes ago but it was like the yeah. most amazing amazing time of my life isn't it crazy because you and I are around the same age isn't yeah. it crazy to think back to 20 years ago and we're just like yeah bro how the fuck did it fly by so fast? Yeah, it's going to be like 30 years for me. I'm 48. I'm yeah. going to be 49. And I, you know, I moved here when I was 19, LA when I was 19. And I'm like, how did I like, how did, 
where did those two decades go? I was like, it's where's cr- my 30s go? You know? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, wait, wait my 40s? Yeah. No. Like, it's so crazy. Dude, my 20s and 30s were a blur. I grew up in Vegas, so yeah, yeah. I could only imagine. <laughs> I We spent hella time in LA, too, so I yes, can only imagine yeah. living in that 24-7. Yeah, it's so crazy. Take me to one of the first premieres that you ever went to. Like, how did you feel? Like, were you excited? Was it like, were you nervous? Yeah, you know, um, I, uh, God, one of my first premieres, Kind of, I don't even know it would be my first one, but I, I mean, or one of then, one of the most memorable ones. Um, I get. Oh God, I have really, I have a really funny story for you. Um, <laughs> you'll like this. Okay, so I, I was friends with Kato Kalen back in the day. Oh my God! And he was like, I got a friend who, um, he's like, I got a friend that needs a date to a movie premiere, mm-hmm. and um, and I'm like, who? And he's like, Bill Maher. And I didn't really know oh, back geez. then. He just had like a, his show was on like. Um, Comedy Central yes, or something like yes. that. I'm not a huge fan of Bill Maher, and I'm sorry if you guys all are, but um, <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. So, um, but I was like, uh, all right, I'll go. Like, fuck it. And it was like, um, it was like this Sean Penn movie, you know? Oh, geez, yeah. And I was like, okay. And uh, so I go, and he, you know, he picks me up, and he takes me to this movie premiere, and we do like the red carpet, and it was like really cool, and I meet like all these huge celebrities and all this stuff, and um, Francis Ford Coppola sitting in front of us with his daughter, and I'm just like, this is the fucking coolest thing ever. Yeah. I mean, but I'm with Bill Maher, you know, and I'm like, <laughs> whatever, fuck it, you know. How old was Bill back then? I don't know, because he's, he's always like, been old. I think he's like, like the same age as me, but he's like real fucking proud to have me like on his arm, and he's like with like the guys, yeah. like you know, like oh his friends and I'm just like oh Christ you know like no like it's not happening anyway so we uh after the premiere Sean Penn goes up to him and he's like hey we're gonna go to Jack Nicholson's house good old come, Jack yeah come on come on up with them and I had known Jack and I had known Sean whatever and we get in the car and Bill puts his like hand on my leg and I'm just like oh no I don't want them like you know like no like I'm not no but um this is terrible. This is a terrible story, but <laughs> it's fucking I don't awesome. even fucking care. Like I can't stand him. So uh, this is this is payback, Bill. So um, like he cares. Um, but we uh, so we go up there to like Jack Nicholson's house, and you know, and and it was really fun. And, and yeah. he's How trying is to get Jack. Jack is a fucking icon. Oh, he's he introduced me to my um, basically to Oscar De La Hoya. I was oh. like at Jack's house, and he nice. was like. This is the golden boy, you know. Yeah. All the ladies love this guy, you know. <laughs> oh, I love Jack yeah. so much. Yeah, and He's I was like, an icon. Yeah, he is hot, you know. Yeah. And um, and then I remember when I I went out like then like the, that week and I met Oscar and I was like, that's the guy that Jack was telling me about, yeah. you know. And uh, when Oscar and I actually did ended you up, meet Oscar with Bill Maher or no? Okay, no, no, just no, two no. separate. Yeah, okay. two separate, gotcha. two separate things. So how did it end with Bill Maher? And we'll okay, move on okay, to Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then we'll go over there. Um, so you know he's trying to get Sean on his show and he's trying to get Jack on his show, yeah. whatever. And then he wanted me to sit next to him and I didn't. I don't know. I was like comfortable, so I like. How old were you? I was like twenty. Okay, yeah. just a baby. I was like a baby. Yeah, Isn't and that crazy how like and Bill Maher's the same. Age. I I swear. How old is Bill Maher? I don't Can we know. Google that? Because he was old back then. I feel like yeah. <laughs> I feel like he's not the he's same. He's always kind of looked like the same. To yeah, me. yeah. He's like yeah. one of those people that like just constantly yeah. old. Yeah, yeah constantly. Old. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Like Mr. Yeah. Rogers, love Mr. Okay, <laughs> that's what I thought. <laughs> that's what I thought. So he was 40 when I was 20. That's crazy. <laughs> that's even worse, Bill. Come on. So, like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> so, um, anyway, we end up leaving, and he was really angry that I didn't like when he was, like, when I – 
when I like Typical I moved Hollywood, from dude. sitting yeah. next to him, like he wanted the guys to think that he had this like hot little blonde with him, and I was like, no, I don't want them to Bro, think. Bro, you're I'm like old you. as shit. Yeah. So um, and in the car, uh, he was like really angry with me, and so I just started talking to like the driver and stuff, and then we got out. <laughs> I love how nothing phases oh, you, yeah, girl. Like, I need like, to do your birth chart because I know yeah. you're an Aries, but I, what's your moon? Um, I think I'm a Virgo. Okay, gotcha. I could see I that. I think for sure. so. Like, I'm not. I sure, need to do though. your birth chart after the show because okay, okay, it's just well, so, how unbothered you are is fucking priceless oh like i was like you're not gonna ruin my time like i was like i came out here to like you know like yeah. just to have fun like i no been, expectation yeah no expectation i wasn't here to date you i was just like we were just going out as like yeah. friends and you know whatever um and then he got out of the car we got out of the car and i remember i walked i had a doorman i was on wilshire corridor back then and my doorman knew me and you know and he walked in and he goes i just want to let you know that you are one of the most disrespectful young women I have ever met in my entire life. Ew. And I was like, excuse me. And he's like, shh. <gasps> and I was like, did you? <laughs> did you just shush me? And, I, and he was like, he goes, and I just want you to know, I will never, ever be seeing you again. You should have let those men know that you were with me and you are completely disrespectful. And I was like, First of all, yeah, I was like, like, wait, hold up, I'm bud. not your bitch. Yeah. I'm not your girlfriend. And I don't need to let anyone know that I'm with you. And I was like, and I'm totally fine, like not seeing you again. And I remember he left in my doorman and was like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. And ever since then, I've been like, boo. Fuck Bill Maher. Yeah, I'm like, fuck Bill Maher. Oh, God. That yeah. is, fu- that's a priceless fucking story for yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm like, thanks, Kato fucking Caitlin. Yeah, where the hell's Kato yeah. Caitlin at I don't now? know. He did Big Brother too, not too long ago. Yeah. Like, celebrity Big Brother. But um, I feel like he popped in at the weirdest times yeah the weirdest, the weirdest <laughs> like he, he popped in for the oj shit yeah yeah <laughs> he popped in for yeah, like and i did big brother and he popped in and did a little stint on there and then yeah. just like ran off and yeah that sunset. dude has made a fucking career off just popping in mm-hmm. and like being like people's friends yeah, like it's just really it's weird. crazy yeah, yeah. yeah that's what he's known for i don't he's not an actor or anything is he I don't know what he's ever done. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, like, good. He's a guest house. Like, I know, but he's somehow a fucking yeah. household name. So he figured yeah, it out for himself. That's you know? Hollywood for you. You know, people can like. Yeah. No, for yeah. make a name off themselves. Just just being themselves, yeah. I guess. Being roommates of people. Exactly. Um, yeah. yeah. So let's let's move on. So you, <laughs> what? how old were you when you met Oscar? I was um, I was like 22 two turning i was like 22 okay. 23 so you had originally met him when you were 20 didn't really know who he was and then kind of just like you guys crossed paths again yeah yeah yeah, yeah, okay. yeah so take me on that gap in between 20 to 22 what are you doing out there just i'm working i'm uh i'm on uh the usa show pacific blue I'm, yes i'm i got yeah, that list right I here i was working and you did um, a bunch of shows you did pacific blue you did csi entourage yeah. which yeah, is I iconic furry. as fuck <laughs> people love that <laughs> how was it on the on the entourage oh set? that i mean that's such a great show and you know that yeah. show was so successful so you know, good when you have a show that is so successful and everyone's making money yeah. the set's really fun because good. there's a lot of money and everyone's really happy yeah. and so it's a, it's a nice place to work you how know? are all the boys they're just amazing yeah yeah kevin Connolly is like so, so awesome yeah. um, i've known him forever he's such a good guy Aww. and um yeah everyone on the on the show i love all those guys just amazing yeah. i love that for you it's just such an iconic show yeah. you know um and you also were on the wedding singer yeah that was my first that was one of my first roles um i ever did i was at a barbecue mm-hmm. and adam sandler was like hey do you want to like that's the one role where he was like hey do you want to yeah you know be in this movie and I how was do like, you just go sure. to a barbecue with adam sandler i don't know i'd shit I my i'd shit my <laughs> pants because that's that's father you know that's the thing like you know back then 
every night you went out, you know, you were just, mm-hmm. everyone used to go out back it then. It wasn't every, so pretentious. Yeah, like there were yeah. so many celebrities you just ran in the circles. Like That's how Vegas was. Yeah. It, Vegas and Hollywood were so much alike. Like I yeah. would go to the fucking Palms and Pamela Anderson would be there. Fucking yeah. Anna Nicole, you yeah. know, like it, and everyone, nobody had security. Were just going out. No one had security. Yeah. It was like really fun. It was like the Playboy Mansion, you know, those yeah. parties when he first, you know, lit the candles in the grotto yeah. again after his marriage. You yeah. know, I mean, those parties were awesome. Uh, everyone went, like Leo and oh yeah, you know, everyone. I think Leo fun. is still partying. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I don't think, <laughs> I don't whole, think he's stopped. The whole pussy posse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, all those guys, and uh, I love all those guys. Yeah, too. absolutely. Yeah. So, getting into TV. Yes. How did you? get into it like you were like okay I'm gonna do TV I'm done with modeling I don't want to do pageants anymore is that what well I won the big the big one you know and so there's really no more to do in pageantry for me you know I could have gone and done Miss America but it's a scholarship pageant for girls that really want to go to college yeah and I wasn't gonna go to I had no desire to go to college so um, (laughs) she's like I already know what the fuck I'm I'm doing yeah I'm like I want to you know and I for me, being in entertainment, you know, going to college would have taken years of, you know, where I need to be auditioning right. and stuff. Absolutely. So, um, yeah. So, um, yeah, I was just beating the like just auditioning, auditioning, auditioning. How, yeah. I have a question, though. So girls literally strive their entire life to make it to that Miss America pageant. Yeah. How do what do they do? What is life after pageantry for those girls who it's are really like hard? Life is hard for a lot of them. Miss America, you know, is it's not really a beauty pageant. It's really girls that are have like a platform and really want scholarship money to pay off their gotcha. tuitions and stuff. So it's more of an interview. They say it's a talent pageant, but mm-hmm. it's really more of an interview pageant. And so those girls, you know, they really they really want to be, you know, they have like a plan already. Like they want to be in aviation or doctors, gotcha. lawyers. You know, okay. they're, so there they, is life out. It's yeah, there's just... life. Like they're going you know to go do stuff where in Miss USA Miss Universe those girls are more entertainment based they want to be um, you know they want to they want to be in movies hosting acting modeling so we always say um, (laughs) we always say uh, you know Miss America is the girl that lives next door and Miss USA is the girl you wish lived next door you know but it's it's more of a beauty patch is more based on physical Mm -hmm. beauty it's it's not so much uh, college based all those girls are gorgeous didn't Donald yeah. Trump used to host those he owned it yeah okay. I worked for Donald yeah. for a long time did you meet him yeah. did he ever grab you oh by I the have pussy? met him yeah he and I were in like a crazy lawsuit together and against each other and together what? I got to meet him did he ever grab you by the pussy? No. He okay. Didn't. <laughs> I just no. had to ask. <laughs> he wasn't my biggest fan. <laughs> oh, no. What but, happened? Um, well, can we some, talk about it? Yo, yeah, we okay. can totally talk about it. It's actually pretty famous. Um, you know, uh, there was a, my title. I used to I was the executive director for the Miss California USA pageant. Right. And um, there, I had a title holder named Carrie Prejean, and she was a very religious girl. Mm. And uh, when she competed at Miss USA, Perez Hilton asked her about same-sex marriage because at the time. Perez is coming on the podcast podcast tomorrow oh nice oh yeah yeah tell him i said what's up I tell will. him if he says another thing about my daughter alabama Aww. we're going to the mattresses i will i will <laughs> like, tell him that please tell him that i will um uh, uh yeah i'll tell you a little more about okay perez yeah we'll later. talk about that we'll talk about perez later too but yeah so perez asked her about same-sex marriage and at the time it was very controversial we had like prop eight going on and mm-hmm. it was a very big deal we were like, and she marching. was religious yeah she was yeah she was she was very yeah she was very religious right and so she just said that you know she stated you know that she just felt like you know marriage was between a man and a woman and you know that was like her opinion but the way it came across was really offensive to a lot Mm. of people especially in pageantry there's so many you know we have we have just have a huge gay community yeah and so uh it was really offensive to a lot of people and then she basically 
kind of like breached her contract, started kind of like running all over the country. A, a huge church the in Nam. it's called the National Organization for Marriage. It's very, it's kind of what created Prop 8 and it's very, it's highly funded. Right. And, um, and then, you know, uh, like the Baptist churches from the South kind of latched onto her. And I think her, I remember that. Yep. Yeah, I wanted her to kind of be like the face of, you know, of mm-hmm. anti gay marriage and stuff. Right. And started paying her like massive money, amounts of money to go to these churches that kind of had like, anti-gay rallies and right. like you know associated mm. se- you know homosexuality with like bestiality it was like awful oh. so you know we were trying to like be like you're under a contract you can't just go do these appearances without us and all this stuff so trump at first we had to go to trump and be like we can't control her like and she's losing her mind <laughs> and he we had like this big you know uh press conference over at the trump towers it was like Cannes film, film festival with the cameras and stuff and i wanted her to lose her crown i thought you know her behavior just the way she treated us was it wasn't terrible. very pageantry like it was you know you don't because you want little girls to be able to look up and everybody's entitled to their own opinions sure. but at the same time it's like you don't talk about religion and it it, it like got just gross it got and nasty and we had sponsors you know that are like i'm a gay you know we're we, we just yeah. gave you hundreds of thousands of dollars and you know she's hates yeah. me you know it's well, yeah. really bad mm. um and he let her keep her crown and i resigned I quit. I was like, I'm not supporting this. I'm out. I quit. I made like I I mean, I was on CNN. I was on, yeah. you know, it was really big news. Ryan Seacrest. And um, and then I think even she Trump got sick of her. And then Trump <laughs> oh. Trump ended up firing her and asking me to come back, which oh. I did. And then she sued all of us. And so um, she sued Trump and I and we all had to like go to. What like, did she sue meetings. for? She sued for um, religious discrimination. Wow. Yeah. And so that how was, did that end up? Um, <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> um, she um, she 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 sued us, and uh, so uh, you she was suing you and Trump. She you was guys weren't suing my, each other. Correct. Okay. Yes. Yeah. She was suing Trump. For, she went after Trump, and then my, myself and my partner in the Miss California USA organization. Right. Um, she had a boyfriend um, who sent all her. She masturbated a lot, and she took videos of herself <laughs> masturbating. Well, that wasn't the turn I was thinking was about to happen. <laughs> yeah. She masturbated a lot, and she uh, she sent. Uh, Isn't her, that uh, against? Th- well, religion? I mean, hey, I'm all for masturbating. Listen, like, I go will leave for a it. snail trail anywhere. I am totally fine yeah, for I'm it. Totally, but I don't, like, you yeah, are, you know, I'm. Please be proud, masturbate yeah. and be proud. But she, um, her boyfriend, sold all her masturbation videos to TMZ, and. Um, now you have to understand that now at this point she's become where she was a little religious, right? right? She then was getting making a lot of money with these with these churches, and so then she kind of became this really very gotcha. religious woman, right. and, which she was not, right. not to that extent, you know. Right. And I um, always feel like when people are like that, they're yeah. always hiding something. Yeah, I grew up in a very religious environment, and my yeah. family was the most hypocritical people you could. Yeah, ever Yeah, it's always that know? preacher who's yeah. like, you know, and mm-hmm. then he's found in like a motel with a, you know, having a yeah. homosexual yeah, smoking crack and fucking yeah, <laughs> yeah. doing weird shit. Yeah. yeah exactly so um so we ended up the lawsuit um you know presenting that you know and um she denied it and to like the you know the camera went up to her face from her vagina to her face you know <laughs> yeah and then she she so we we settled out oh good that, yeah ended it so that crazy was, yeah that was my first year as a state director um, so why did he not ago. like you though just because you quit and you took a stance because i him? quit and, yeah. and said that i will not support him I yeah i wouldn't support because you have to understand the contract that she signed is the mm-hmm. same contract i signed 
at Miss yeah. Teen USA and Miss USA, and I had to abide by the contract. Mm-hmm. I couldn't go tell my state directors to fuck off and go do whatever I right. wanted to do. And, you know, and I felt like, well, why does she get to breach it? Because she's bringing in press. Right. Donald Love Press. And it's like, I get that. But, like, right. she's also, like, killing our business. You right. Know, our sponsors are dropping. And she's, you know, people are offended and hurting people. Yeah, hurting yeah. people. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Okay. So moving yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> that story was awesome, though. Yeah, so crazy. So you're doing TV. Yeah. Um, when did you do The Wedding Singer? Um, I was about 20, 20 years old. Yeah. Okay. When I and you met singer. Billy and Idol. I did. I met him on that. I met him on, on that set. Yeah. yeah. How's yeah, his yeah. wiener? <laughs> he was a really good lover. I'm not going to lie. I do. See, I, I really had a lover. feeling because those rocker dudes, for some reason, I love yeah. musicians and rocker dudes, but they, mo- the majority of them, not all of them yeah. are pretty passionate. Like, he was, uh, he was actually really fun and really mm-hmm. cool. And he actually was really awesome to talk to. Aww. He just knew like a lot about like history and was like really fun conversations. I love he had that. a beautiful home and he, he was, stimulated you intellectually. Yeah, he did stimulate me intellectually. Yeah. And he just, um, he was just a lot of fun but i was just so young i was yeah. never gonna like baby settle down with like anyone i was yeah. like wild as hell so you're literally yeah. living uh everybody's dream you yeah. know <laughs> <laughs> he was super fun though i yeah. love that so you're doing tv you're doing these movies yeah. how are you feeling did you ever fall into like the drug scene in la or no like, get I, I never did no i never got into drugs um i wasn't even like too much of a drinker really mm. you know i just was high on life just Aww. running around and i just wanted so badly to to be a movie star and to break mm-hmm. into movies and I just was very um not so, I wouldn't call myself like a star fucker because I just right. ran in those like circles of people back then I don't even think that was a thing yeah. now it's more like clout chasers but back yeah. then it was like it was where you were and who you knew yeah I mean it, people were just everywhere so yeah you couldn't avoid. you didn't pursue them you yeah, literally just, just ran, ran into, into them, them. Yeah. yeah but I um I just was I just was so zoned in on just being successful and and i just wanted to prove everyone that in rhode Mm -hmm. island that told me i was never gonna be shit that i was gonna do it you know yeah i love that the tenacity is amazing awesome we all know there are things in life you have to compromise on like going out instead of staying in or eating fast food instead of cooking at home but when it comes to your health there is no compromise so don't go back to that one doctor who uses your appointment to catch up on the latest headlines their family group chat their crossword puzzles just because they're available right now or they take your slightly sketchy insurance zocdoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Once you find the doc you want, you can book them immediately. No more waiting awkwardly on hold with a receptionist. And these docs all have verified reviews from actual real patients. I know the next time I need a doctor, I'm definitely logging on to ZocDoc. Go to ZocDoc.com slash bunny, B-U-N-N-I-E, and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash bunny b-u-n-n-i-e zocdoc.com slash bunny if you ask me nothing stinks more than when your husband dutch ovens you with a big ripe juicy one and then holds your head down under the covers except maybe body odor that's why i'm excited to tell you about lumi whole body deodorant. Lumi delivers outrageous 72-hour odor control everywhere from your pits to your feet and yes, even those private parts. 
As a special offer, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code BUNNY, B-U-N-N-I-E, at lumideodorant.com. That's L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. You guys know I absolutely love Lumi. I rock it everywhere I go. I work long hours. So if I'm doing like a podcast run or if I'm out at one of my husband's shows or just overall anxiety ridden and I'm sweating, Lumi has saved me so many times, especially a toasted coconut. I feel like it masks my odor a little bit more and especially that right armpit that always smells like beef stroganoff. If you know, you know. Once again, as a special offer for listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code BUNNY, B-U-N-N-I-E, for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code BUNNY, B-U-N-N-I-E, at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. So moving on, you yeah. meet Oscar. <laughs> yes, I do. Yes. Take me on this journey. Yeah, I um so my one of my best friends from Rhode Island was a, a security guard at this um I think it was called it was a big club in in West Hollywood, the Eden or something, Garden of Eden or something. People mm-hmm. will know that. I'm looking at my notes. I'm yeah, not no, ignoring, that's okay. I'm not just taking a phone call right no, now or anything cool. like that. I and literally I used, have No, you're totally fine. <laughs> you're like um Sorry, I'm gonna drink. I'm no, you're just, good. I'm so dehydrated. You're to- I know you said you were. You said can we say it? Or you said mm. you were hungover. I'm a little hungover. I actually, <laughs> I, I've been on this terrible sleep. So I went to bed at like nine o'clock last night, mm. like I told you, and um, and I woke up at like six in the morning, and I didn't know what to do with myself. So I went and played like some cards, like some, uh, and I just had like a couple drinks, and I was like, oh my god, I gotta go do this podcast too. I'm <laughs> drunk. I gotta like Mimi's fucking hungover too. I was like, I gotta get it together. They didn't come here, barreling so. in until like three a.m. I was like, I gotta do this podcast somewhere. I'm not drinking with you guys. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so I, my, I went to this uh, nightclub, and uh, Oscar, I remember he walked by, and I, I used to go run around Hollywood, and then I would go to this bar to meet my friend and wait for him to get paid, and we would all go get, like, pizza or go to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, whatever after food yeah. spots we all used to go to. And um, and he walked by, and the other security guards were like, Shana, do you know, do you know who that was? Do you know who that was? That was Oscar De La Hoya, the... And I was like, oh, that's who Jack told me about. Yeah. You know, that's what I was like, oh, that's who Jack was talking about. He was really cute. And they're like, do you want to meet him? And I was like, okay. And so they like brought me over to him and um, and we just like, we just looked in each other's eyes and it was just like, ding. And that was like it. Um, do you feel like it yeah. was um, some sort of like a connection, like from yeah. another life type Inst- thing? Oh my God, instantly. And I knew, I was like, I'm, and back then I was like, I'm never going to have babies. Yeah. Like, I'm never having kids. Like, I'm just going to, like, live my life. And and I met him, and I was like, oh, I'm going to have your baby. Like, Aww. I was like, I am going to have your baby, and we're going to be, like – and I was so happy. I, I was like, yeah, it, we had a quite a whirlwind there. Does he dress and up he, in women's clothing, really? No, he doesn't. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, well, I remember when that was going down, and I was I like, well, how that. do we explain yeah. these pictures? What was happening? You know, he – he does drink a lot. Yeah. He, had, he had like a drinking problem for sure. And he's the kind of, we've like, all done some weird shit. We've all do some weird shit, yeah. but he's the kind of drinker that like, you know, Whoa. he can drink a lot, Yeah. but he's like wasted off the first shot. You know, those oh, kind of gotcha, people yeah. like we have to like babysit Latin, him. And, I feel like some Latin Americans yeah. can 
not drink. Like they yeah. can't. Like some Indians, they have a really hard time. Yeah, drinking. They, it's like you know, it's some people's like biochemistry mm-hmm. or something. Yep. Like they yep. just like. But like when he drinks like two drinks, and he's like like as if he had fifty. He can drink fifty, but he's like as wasted off the first as he would be like on the fiftieth. Right. And um. So and but he, but he's very fun. Yeah. Like he's a fun person, and he's um you know and he loves to sing and he's mm-hmm. and he's very social and he's very charismatic mm-hmm. and you know and he really just you know he, and you know he's in training you know he would train for three four months in big bear at a time and then you know he wanted to like let loose and go crazy after yeah. the fights and just be young you know he was he was 25 when i met him yeah and i was 22 23 years old yeah oh and you guys were babies yeah we were like babies and yeah. um but you know he's like one of those people that you know would like dr- you know put like the clothes on just to be yeah. funny and silly oh gotcha you know what I'm and saying? then somebody like, took the picture and then someone and took the pictures it. then tried to to like basically Aww. blackmail him you know that so. is terrible yeah was, i just the terrible. media is fucking terrible like that i've always yeah. wondered that i was like is that his kink because i no, know there are so some not. <laughs> people with kinks like that you know no no so take me into you guys's relationship you yeah. know you guys met that night and then it was just a yeah, whirlwind I got romance pregnant six months later and i remember saying to him like did you just move in with him yeah right away. we like moved in with each other and we just were like madly in love and i you know like he the, i think our first date like i went to big bear and we took a private jet to vegas and he took me to like a george foreman fight oh damn just, that's iconic yeah it was really cool and i just remember people being like champ champ and Aww. like i'd never been with an athlete and mm-hmm. you know there's a difference between fan like fans of athletes and fans of movie stars like, yeah there's a real difference what's the difference they're just way crazier oh way more fanatic yeah you know fanatical and um and i just was like this is crazy and i didn't really know anything about the boxing world or you know him really mm. i just fell in love with who he was he was very romantic mm. and i just loved his culture and the latino mm. like kind of you know energy of him and yeah. um i'm half portuguese i'm portuguese and irish but um I, nice. I'm Brazilian and white trash. Nice. <laughs> That's what I always say. I love it. Um, yeah, and we just like we just fell in love. But you know, we were so young, and we had so he he had so much money and had so much power, and he had so many people just pulling at him from every direction. I mean, mm. you know, we just did an HBO documentary, and um, I was actually really surprised that he kind of let me be as candid, and he was as candid and really as brutally honest about. You know, his drinking, his drug problem, you know, his womanizing, his sex addiction. Do you think Um, he's trying to right his wrongs now, now that he's older? Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. And, you know, he he has... He did me pretty, pretty dirty, you know. Yeah, let's when, talk about that because yeah. you had so you had Atiana. Yeah, I had Atiana. She was about one and a half, two mm-hmm. years old, and I knew things were going on. I, I you know, they were like you, you always know when they're cheating. Yeah, you always know. It's like, not. It's never fucking yeah. not noticeable. Yeah, I and you know, and that didn't bother me so much as like there were all these third parties. There was like you know he had just lost his first fight, mm. and there were lots of new businessmen in, and they were making changes and stuff, and basically like um he went to go do he wanted to sing he was doing like an album and yeah we were like and i was like you're singing <laughs> I think now I remember like, what the that. fuck is happening like it was really weird um but i remember we like i met him at the hilton at universal every time i pass it to this day i still remember mm. and i met him at the universal and um and i just like was like do you want this anymore and he was like you know what he's like i'm gonna go to new york i'm gonna go do letterman and when i come back we're gonna start fresh he's like i want you and the baby you're my girls we're gonna start the you know he's like go He's like, go buy some art for the house. Go get some, you know, new things for the house. And when I come back, we're going to start fresh. And I was like, okay. That was like on a Friday. And then 
do you think he really genuinely in that moment meant that or do you think he was pacifying the situation because he wanted to avoid confrontation i'll I'll never know you'll never know i'll never know i i obviously i i i it was everything i wanted to hear in that moment Mm -hmm. um but i'll 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 never know but i i was i was in our home our mansion in bel-air and um my daughter was sleeping in her nursery my mother was there my girlfriend and we were watching the latin grammy awards Mm -hmm. and um and i just remember they were like oscar de la jolla is about to hit the red carpet and meanwhile i'm calling him like hey honey did you get home all right like where are you you know and he's not answering and i kind of like my we all looked at each other like oscar de la jolla is on the red carpet like what the the fuck is he doing there this and it's (laughs) in la you know so we're like wait what and they go to a commercial break and so we're waiting and i'm like what is he doing there why the fuck am i not there like what's happening Mm -hmm. and then um he uh it comes back and there he is holding hands with his now ex-wife millie Mm cordae or i don't know how to say her name whatever Mm -hmm. millie and um and i just time you you know and kill bill when that yeah yeah (laughs) when everything just slows down yeah i mean i just like i just remember i lost my breath and i just was like (gasps) and he was holding her hand and they were like a couple and i just like i uh, my mom and everybody had publicly known that you guys were together right yeah we were a couple and And they just accepted this there was no backlash of like there was really no backlash and he was so powerful and the Uh, media was just so he had such control of the media that Wow. Um, you know, yeah, I, I didn't stand a chance. And um, mm. and the next day they had a lawyer come to the house and say, you and the baby need to, you know, need to move out. And I was like, I'm not moving out. I don't, <laughs> I'm not, I like, this is my home. And, you know, uh, and, and it be, just became like a world, like a shit show, a whirlwind, like of shit show. And we were in like, you know, we fought for probably like. Did you um, ever get him back on the phone? No, he never called me again. Uh, he had his, um assistant Raul come to me and tell me that he no longer wanted to be with me and I remember breaking down in Raul's arms and crying I think Raul was crying <laughs> I oh, think we were both crying God. and I just was like is this really I couldn't even like I just remember sitting on the balcony of that Bel Air mansion with a bottle of vodka and a cigarette and being like <laughs> what fuck. the fuck am I gonna do now and I really thought in that moment that my life was over oh. and I was how old were you I was uh 24 years old you're a baby yeah but I, I like I you know I quit working to you know I thought I was going to be a wife and a mom was he very controlling about your working because yes, I know that culture the, yes, a lot of the men very. do not like they did not he women. did not want me working I quit working for him I quit like everything so I you know at that point I didn't have like a manager I didn't have an agent anymore and back in the day you had to have those oh, two yeah, to even do anything there was no social media like mm-hmm. we have today no and I don't even th- I don't even think we have phones like we had, I think yeah. we had like a flip phone, yeah. or like the brick phone, a Motorola or something. You know, <laughs> the sidekicks. Yeah, there was no. Uh, yeah, and like literally, like doing the you know one yeah. word, like texting the T9. him literally like the that. T9. Exactly. Yeah, that's how I'm texting him. Where are you? Yeah. Fifteen minutes later, you know. But yeah, um, yeah I was like, so it's kind of uh, like that, and I I remember the um, fact that everybody could publicly know that yeah. you guys were together yeah and then him be able to just present a new woman on the right re- that would never fly the this, oh in today's, in this day today's and age, world like are you no. kidding no yeah and the fact that you just had to eat it i had to fucking eat it behind the scenes yeah. like did you go through were you were probably going through postpartum during this too correct? yeah well no my daughter was about two oh, one okay. and a half two Got years you. old you know no i just um that's why i ended up um uh, you know what he said to me? I, uh, you know, this is so crazy. This 
part of it. I remember because I w he wouldn't see me, and I remember I went out to a club, and Paris Hilton was there, and he was fucking Paris Hilton at that time, even though he was with Millie. He was you fucking, and Paris have a long, extensive history. Yeah, she, he was fucking Paris, and um, and I got even I, though he was with Millie. Yeah, even though he had just started dating Millie, and wow. um, and I knew he was there to meet her, and she was like hanging out with me, and I was just like, why are you hanging out with me? Like if you're and I, and and he saw me, and I and I left. I left the club and um, he wanted to meet me. And so I went and I met him like the next day and I, and he, and it was the first time I'd seen him since how long ago was it? how um, long uh, after it those? was about a month since the Latin Grammy Awards. Okay. Gotcha. And, um, and uh, we were in the car talking and he, uh, he, he came to meet me and I just said to him, I'm like, why did you, why did you do that? Like, why did you mm. internationally humiliate me? Like, mm. you know, like, and I have nothing. You know, I have nothing now. I don't even like know what to like how to like move forward from this. Yeah. And meaning goes, when you say nothing, not monetarily, you're just meaning like your family or you're talking about. All I, of it I just together. felt at that point in my life, like my career was over. Yeah. I had no agent. I, you know, my yeah. future. I thought yeah. I, I had this whole future planned, you know, and that was like ripped away from me in right. a matter of 24 hours. Yeah. And I just like, you know, I didn't know I didn't know what to do. Yeah. And he just said, oh, I had a chemical imbalance. That's what he said to me. And I said, <laughs> what the fuck? I was like, okay. And I just was like, well, I don't want to like go to the, le like, I don't want to legally go after you. Like, can we like, can you help me? Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, where am I going to live? Like, where, like, what, like, I don't know what to do, you know? And he was like, and he goes, you know, Shana, he goes, and at that point we had gone to court and figured out our child support. And he goes, you know, you already took me to court for child support and I'm not happy about that. And he goes, and if you sue me for palimony, he goes, I'm not going to see you or the baby till she's 16 years old. And um, did and you I, guys make out or did you just have a conversation? No, we just had a conversation. Just I mean, I was bawling. And yeah. I mean, I was still madly, and madly in love with him. him. And mm -hmm. I just like I thought I was losing like, you know, this was the man like I that just, you had your first baby with. Yeah, I yeah. worshipped worshipped him. And um and he said, you know, he goes, I won't see you or the baby till, I was, till, till she's 16. And I just was like, no fucking way. No way would you do that. And then he goes, and he got out of the car. And I'll never forget this. And he went around to the drive, sitting in the driver's seat. And he knocked on the window. And I rolled it down. And he goes, I have, I have more money than God. Don't be too hard on me. And he left. That gave me goosebumps, And he dude. fucking left. And I sat in that car. I'm going to, like, cry thinking about it. I sat in the car. And I cried for like fuck man and i and i just was like there's no way he didn't see, i sued him for palimony and i won i love that you didn't back down though yeah I, I really didn't have a choice i honestly was scared and you know and i and i was like and i was saying to him in the car i was like well i don't want to sue you for palimony i don't like let's get, figure this like, out can, but can you help me like can like i don't even know if i have a fucking car like yeah. i don't like can you can you at least like Give me, you know, something so that I I can raise our daughter in mm -hmm. a safe environment and I can put her in a good school and I, I know, like, I have some uh, support or, you know, um, security. But he wouldn't. He wouldn't talk to me. So I really didn't have a choice. And, you know, in the news back then, they were like, Shana sues him for $200 million. I didn't want Not to. Not knowing the background yeah. of what's going on. Yeah, I mean, that was half of his money back any, then. But Any woman that has been hurt the way that you were, yeah, I think you were pretty fucking nice. Yeah, you, know, you, know, you didn't I, slander him in the in the no. public. I I wanted him back. I wanted I I wanted him back so bad. Aww. But he didn't see the baby and I till she was about sixteen years old. Wow. Yeah, he didn't. 
my heart just dropped. Yeah, that is, didn't. I feel so bad for Atiana. Yeah, she she didn't, you know, didn't know her father growing up, you know, and they've made amends, and he's 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 made amends with me, and he's apologized, and he's apologized to her. How long um, did it take for him to apologize and to make amends? Like, did he, has he been consistent in her life since she turned 16? He was. He was being pretty consistent. He has a new girlfriend, and I think he's midlife crisising out a little bit. But Damn it, Oscar. He's definitely, you know, he he's, he's trying. He's doing the best that he can do and he's really owned up to a lot of his mistakes and his faults and I I will honor and respect him for that you know he's yeah. not he didn't have an easy life and he's not a perfect person yeah. and I will always love him as the father of my daughter yeah. um, but he's tried but you know Atiana looks at him like a father and she loves him immensely but Travis is her dad no yeah Travis is her father like her daddy oh I yeah, love that sure. I, being a bonus parent I that really makes my heart happy because That's awesome. yeah it's it's such a hard role to take on and we'll get in, into their relationship sure too. yeah how is your relationship with Atiana are you guys good are you guys super I have close? a great relationship yeah. with my kids you know uh, you know it's it's hard you know there's a you know parental alienation is a real thing and we can get into that a little later but um you know, I was a, I'm a, I'm a goddamn good mom. I'm a yeah. fucking great mother. And I raised all my kids and I, I did a good job with a lot of heavy shit. Yeah. And, you know, even with Atiana when she was little, you know, I made sure that because her dad wasn't there, I would go to the schools and be like, I want her in classes with all male teachers. I want her to have positive male role models. You know, I, I would have her go and spend summers with my mom and dad because I wanted her to see a functioning, healthy, yeah. loving, you know, um, uh, relationship. Mm. I made those choices for her to see, see those things and, be a part of those things um i'm i have a great relationship with my kids my kids and i never had any bumps in the road until my ex-husband started dating the uh, kardashian crew you know gotcha and um and i don't fault my kids for some of the things that they said they were kids and they were influenced and you know but a, a teenager saying one thing one time yeah doesn't take away the years that i right. did uh, raising my children i'm very confident in yeah. who i am as a mother and um, how I raised my children. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, but I'm, I'm not estranged from my children. I'm very close to my children. I love that. Uh, we have great relationships. Yeah. We'll dive uh, a little deeper into that once we sure. get into their births and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. but yeah, I just wanted to know where you and Atiana stood because yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys were babies growing up together. We, we really you know? were. Yeah. Is the, do you feel like the bond, like she's more of like a, like a sister or do no, you know? I'm definitely her mom. She's like, no, I'm mom. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm definitely her mom. Um, I love it. But, she's um, beautiful too. She is. Goodness. She is. I mean, she, all your kids are fucking gorgeous. I'm very dude. proud of the, all, all three of them, but she just has, um, she has a very incredible, mm. sweet, kind soul. She, she seems like that. Soul. She seems yeah. very peaceful. She is. She's, she's more, um, conservative and much mm -hmm. more chill than the other two. By right. Far. But yeah. <laughs> the other two are your karma. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah. God gave me Bama last for a reason. So I love that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so moving on, you're going through yep. this heartbreak. You're having to go through I did this playboy. Yeah. So yeah, is that yeah. what you did? Or as so soon that, as you broke up with? Yeah, that's what I did. And he never would. I, I was on Pacific Blue and they wanted me to be a, a celebrity pictorial. And he would never. He was like, no, absolutely yeah, not. Yeah, he's like, no way. You know, Mexican, you know. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. no. Um, but at the time, I needed the money to, like, pay my yeah. attorney to, you know, to um, uh, do the, the palimony suit. Mm -hmm. did, which did you guys settle in the palimony we did. suit? Yes, okay, we good. ended up settling. He ended up being very uh, I'm like couldn't we have just done this like a year ago did we I think to? he just wanted to see if you had it in you yeah maybe you know? yeah maybe yeah yeah I didn't have a choice. I was like, you know, I'm She's like, like I'm doing it, motherfucker. Whether. I don't want to do this. I was like, I love you. Please don't make me do this. I like, will do it. You know, but um, 
<laughs> yeah, so uh, I ended up doing Playboy, but they wouldn't make me a celebrity uh, uh, pictorial after that. See, so it like ruined it, hurt my career. Right. And so uh, they said, well, we'll give you, a, make you a playmate, you know, and you can pick your month. And Wouldn't so I, that be better to be a playmate, though, than just a celebrity pictorial? Because isn't that like a one-time thing? Yeah, it's a one-time thing, but you get paid a lot more. Gotcha. Yeah, you get paid a lot more. So it's hundreds of thousand dollars yeah. worth $20,000, yeah. you know. And as a playmate, you know, you have to do a video, you have to do certain things, but... Mm-hmm. You know what? My Playboy experience was yeah. the most epic, coolest, amazing. Like shooting at Playboy Studio West was Steve Wada, mm-hmm. Arnie Freytag, like just, you know, the kings of photography. Mm-hmm. It was just such an, a, a really cool time and Hef and just was so good to me. Yeah. Um, I never dated Hef. No, you don't have to fuck <laughs> Hef to be a playmate. Like he was a complete gentleman, a class act to me and welcomed me into his home. I love I love that whole era of Playboy. I felt like that was the time that like women kind of all came together for just a cause. And like it was just like, you know, it was like a girl gang. And it was like you were part of that girl gang. I I did work for Playboy TV. I wasn't pretty enough to make it in the magazine. Um, But I did. (laughs) No, no, listen, I shot with uh, I think his name was Bill White at Playboy West. Okay, okay, Yeah, that sounds familiar. Yeah. And they they were just like, no, they mm. were there. You know, they, I mean, sometimes they power tripped a little bit. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. Yeah, Which is fine. But I was all, I, you know, partied. I did the whole Playboy thing. The whole Playboy. Yeah. Yeah, Like, um, but that era was just, I don't know. Like, even though it was for a nude magazine, it was so wholesome. It was. It was so wholesome. And like, (laughs) it's so so, weird to say that, but it was. it's, It's so true though. And, you know, um. It, it was, it, and you know, it was it, good teaching women to embrace their bodies. And yeah, really. Like, yeah. And every girl, it's so interesting because it's like a sisterhood. All the playmates are like a sister where, you know, the pageantry, there's sisterhood in that. Uh, I used to try to get the yeah. pageant girls to go to dinner with the playmates, but then that never went well. So dude, um, that, how epic would that be to have a pageant different. playboy edition? Yeah. Oh, that would yeah. be crazy. Yeah. There's a lot of girls now that, you know, do it now that their pageants are over. They're like, I want to do it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I wish you did it. Yeah. So cool, you know. Tell me about it. So I've met Hef a couple times too, and yeah. I thought he was always so sweet. He was yeah. a little disconnected. Like he was just yeah. He, he was just kind of like there and just kind of did his yeah. own thing. Like I he, first met him when I was Miss USA and I was doing a charity mm-hmm. event, and he was still married to Kim at that time. Mm-hmm. And I remember he came up to me and he goes, "You know, you're truly a beautiful wo- young woman." And Aww. I just thought, like, what a compliment! What a fucking compliment <laughs> from him! Like, you know, and I, I mean, yeah. I went to bed that night like. Holy shit. You know, I remember when I was like, this is crazy, weird. People are going to think it's weird. But um, I remember <laughs> my dad weird. used to have like Playboy, you know. Same. My dad know, did too. Yeah. In know, the bathroom. I, in the bathroom. He <laughs> would have them in the bathroom. I remember looking at them and I just thought the women were so beautiful. And I remember being on the bus and kids were like, what do you want to be when you grew up? And I was like, a Playboy bunny. Yeah. I didn't know what that meant. And I remember everyone being like, oh my God. Yeah. And and then, you know, to ironically end up becoming a Playboy bunny later mm-hmm. is, is very, very funny. But but I was, yeah, I was 19 when I first met Hef, and then, you know, I was with Oscar, and I wasn't allowed to do it, but then when I was 25, turning 26, that's when I became a Playmate, and um, and I vied for, you know, Playmate of the Year. It was between me and Darlene. They made us go shoot on just a white backdrop, completely naked, 
and, I remember, and it was between she and I and that's when he had like seven girlfriends and mm. I think like five of his girlfriends were in the contention you know right. that year but I never felt pressure or anything like right. that but I was the first playmate to ever have a belly button ring so oh I love that yeah and I had like a little rabbit head so I feel like they were back in the day they didn't let tattoos either yeah they didn't have t- you weren't allowed to have piercings or tattoos mm-hmm. have didn't like them but he changed that as he got older yeah and times changed how so. do you feel about all the stuff that's coming out about Hef right now and it's like, disgusting yeah yeah it's disgusting I mean there's just you know there are playmates that I think do things for money and for attention and for fame and you know the the playmates who really knew Hef and were part of that family you know are just completely it's just vile and just you know let him rest in peace what the fuck are you guys doing yeah ripping this man apart and he can't defend himself yeah I I have no respect for that shit Mm. you know at all I love that you're standing up for him though yeah oh I I just love he and you know I spent every Easter there with my with Travis and my children you know I mean he was a a wonderful man yeah yeah i love that i love that you're taking a stance especially yeah. in a time where all those it's women easy can go to... fuck off into the sunset <laughs> seriously gross gross Aww. he did so much for so many women yeah so much and and if any of those women were homeless or had a drug addiction he would have he would have housed them taken care of them and gotten them sober wow. and it's just disgusting for them to do that yeah mm. i never knew that i never knew that he um rehabbed women like yes that. he did wow yeah. numerous Crazy. So after you did Playboy, you're yes. getting Stella's getting her groove back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. Take me on this journey. You just yeah, I met Travis like very soon after, and it was literally like the minute I got over. I never really got over. I didn't get over Oscar for a decade or so, but oh, <laughs> the minute I kind of got goodness. past it, yeah. Um, I I was out in Hollywood, and my girlfriend was like, I met this guy, and it, his his name's Rob, Skinhead Rob from mm-hmm. the Transplants. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I remember uh, she was like, Yeah, I met this guy. Like, come with me. Like, I was gonna be her wing. Man, I was like, all right, and we went to this. I think it was called like the Standard or something on Sunset. Oh my, oh god, yeah, I had a lot of drug nights there. Yeah. <laughs> a god. lot of people did, I think. Fuck my, I think yeah. I almost died there one night. Oh it was, my god, no, with cocaine and Xanax is a hell of oh, a fucking shit. binge party. Yeah, let me that'll tell you. do. That'll do it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I went there, and uh, and she was with Rob, and I think like. George Clooney was there that night, ironically. He just, was everywhere he back was then. He was fucking everywhere back he was then. Every, he, dude, he used to... I can't even believe I'm going to say this. Yeah. He, When I used to work at the Palms, yeah. he would come and group together all the fucking cocktail waitresses, <laughs> and they would go upstairs and fuck him. Like I was there when it happened. I wasn't in the room, but yeah, I was yeah, yeah. In, I was w- working. Yeah, I was, he was never one of the cocktail waitresses. He had a pig and yeah. he was doing his thing. No, he was <laughs> George Clooney was the man, dude. Yeah, like yeah. all he had to do was walk by and bitches would pass bitches out. Bitches were like, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> dropping their shorts. He was sure. a fine motherfucker, though. He was, yeah, he was, yeah. He's yeah. still sexy. Where he the fuck is he? He got I married think he's and like, like in disappeared. Italy with his wife and yeah, just doing his thing. He's just living the dream. He's living the dream. Go George, go. Go George. You go know, George go. go George, go. Yeah, I think I was like talking to him at the bar or something. And then, you know, she introduced me to Travis and he had a big mohawk back then. And not, you know, back then no one had mohawks. And, yeah. And he was fucking, you know, he was tatted up pretty, not as much now, but he was still tatted up pretty, pretty uh, tight. And I was just like, I, I, this is who the fuck I, I didn't know who Blink-182 <laughs> was. And, um, and I kind of was like, oh, I think it was like with Oscar, like, oh, that's who Jack. And I was like, oh, didn't they have like little people on the MTV Music Awards yeah. on bungee cords, like flying around? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's how I like, rem- you know, rem- yeah. remembered him. And, um, what kind of music did you listen to to not know who Blink-182 was? I, I listened to hip hop and rap. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I listened okay. to hip hop and rap yeah. and, uh, yeah. And, um, R and B. Gotcha. Yeah. So, uh, 
I had no clue. And um, and I just remember being like, wow, he's really, you know, Oscar's so clean cut and wore mm-hmm. suits and shit. Does, he doesn't even have tattoos, does Not he? one tattoo, yeah. not one. And I was like, God, this guy's really fucking tattooed. And I was like, all right, I'll be your wingman, you know? And they were like, oh, he's getting a divorce. He's in the middle of a divorce. Oh, and I didn't know that Travis was married Yeah, before. he was married to a girl named Melissa. and um, Just a regular. Just a regular like, girl. Yeah, yeah, she's a real estate agent today. She's nice, awesome. nice person. Yeah. And, uh, and I was like, I don't want to fucking deal with a guy going through a divorce like yeah. jesus like what a mess i yeah. was like i'll just be your wingman george send me a beer you know like <laughs> that kind of a thing go and george go yeah and uh <laughs> so we just like talked and i remember he called me oscar like he was like what up oscar like kind of teasing me about oscar because nice. i was you know i was known as oscar's girlfriend the gold digger right. you know Aww. i was like you know i was like okay and i was like what um and then the next week, because, you know, you would go to the same club every week. Yeah. Every Thursday, you went, you know, the same mm. thing. And she was like, I miss that because that's yeah. how it was back in the day. I loved like, it. Yeah. We used to have like wasted space out here. Yeah. Like, you were so like, many- Wednesday, we go here. Yes, Thursday, yeah. we go here yep. every week. You know, that's yep. what you did. And my girlfriend was like, I want to go meet Rob again. Like, come with me. And I was like, fuck, okay. And, um, and <laughs> I fuck, was like, I guess I'll go. I guess I'll go. So I was <laughs> like, yay. And so I, I went and Travis was there again. And this time, like, he, like he came up to me and we like I'll never forget it like it was something stupid like I was just like what's your sign like I said it like what's your sign or something like that um and we just started talking and then Rob and my girlfriend at the time Natasha we all went to like back to his hotel because he was staying at a hotel to be away from his wife and um (laughs) And we just Travis's like, hotel. Yeah, we met okay. at Travis's hotel. Gotcha. We were all just like listening to music and drinking and having fun. And he and I kissed. And I remember like looking, like stepping back and being like, what the fuck was that? Like, holy shit. Like, I just met like the love of my life. And mm. I was like, I'm going to have your baby. Oh, here we go like, again. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to have your baby. And I just knew it. And six months later, I got pregnant. Oh my goodness. With Jarvis, but I mean, and I I was so madly, I mean, even like, I never thought I would love again or kind of meet that kind of connection, but Travis is definitely more the love of my life, more way more than Oscar. What is Oscar's sign? Uh, he's an Aquarius. Okay. Yeah. God, that's crazy. Yeah. Aquarius and Aries. And yeah. Travis is a Scorpio. Yeah, which is crazy <laughs> to me that, but yeah. if you have a Virgo moon, then that makes sense because Virgo yeah. and Scorpio are soulmates. I would love to see you guys' charts. I'm surprised. I'm sure somebody's done them online, but um, yeah, yeah. do you feel like you and Travis were twin flames? Oh, f- 100%. Because yeah. you guys had like a long tumultuous relationship. Yeah, yeah. Of just... People don't even realize how long after they're like, oh, they got a divorce in 2008. I'm like, yeah, we lived with each other like a married couple to like almost 2012. Yeah. Yeah. People so don't know that. Take me on this journey. You and yeah. Travis kiss. What happens after that? You guys just instantly connect. Like instantly connected. And he was touring with the transplants and I would drive to his house like every weekend and we would just see each other as much as possible. And I just was, I mean, we just were together. I mean. Did he love bomb you as much as he love bombs? We were the, we were the OG love bombers. I know. I remember, like, I remember. Do you get deja vu, Courtney, please? <laughs> like. <laughs> that whole, I do like, remember watching that was just like I was like oh Christ you know like this is hard to watch well he we're, definitely we're has a pattern annoying? you know I mean, that's what I think he d- I feel like it was a little more acceptable when you guys did it yeah because it felt more real yeah I'm not, I yeah. you know and I'm not talking shit about them I'm just yeah, saying sure, like sure. you guys did do it first and it was just more accepted back then too yeah and we you know we got our we you know I got pregnant um six months later and um and were you guys living together by basically, then already yeah okay. i told him on valentine's day 
and um and yeah we just we were just it was really one of the happiest times of my life Aww. yeah and when we had landon um we had landon and then that's when mtv came to us and asked us if you know the newlyweds were going off and asked us if we wanted to meet the barkers and back then you know reality tv was so new i mean you mm -hmm. had the osbournes and you had the newlyweds and that was really it yeah you know, there was no other you know that they were the pioneers of, yeah, of reality tv so that's when we did meet the Barkers, and that you know that was really our. I watch those episodes now, and I didn't like. Who are those people? It's you know, crazy. It's like another lifetime yeah. ago. I so watched crazy. all all the original reality TV, the Newlyweds, Meet the Barkers, and yeah. uh, the Osbournes. Loved all of it, and I feel yeah. like that's when TV was fucking great, dude. Yeah, and because back then it wasn't scripted, right? I mean, they really just had two teams of people following you around with and cameras. That, that was your life, you yeah. Know? And you didn't have to get you know legal to say, oh, you can go eat in that restaurant or you can go into that store. People you didn't have to sign their lives away. You could just. You just went to that store, you know. I know how uh, TV shows are shot, and I know that they're edited, and yeah. you know, there, there, there's always a narrative that they want to paint. Exactly. How do you feel about people always saying that? Oh, Shane, all she did was ever lay in bed. Oh, it's so fucking annoying. <laughs> it's so fucking annoying because I'm like, what do you guys think? I'm like narcoleptic or something. Like it was supposed to be funny. It was supposed yeah. to be like a little like it was supposed to be entertaining. Yeah. You know, it was supposed to be like a funny part of the show. I mean, show. that bed looked comfortable as fuck. I, I love man. I love my beds. I, <laughs> I love my beds and I do love sleeping. Um, I do have chronic fatigue. Like I was diagnosed with that when I was like 19. So when I work. Um, when I first start any work schedule, I usually relapse and it's very, very hard for me to like function and get up and, um, and I, you know, I get real irritable with people, but I, um, you know, what they don't understand is that I was the one rocking babies all fucking night long. Right. So I would, Travis wasn't, he was on tour and he was at the time, he also had a pretty heavy pill addiction, you know, that mm. he's been very open and candid yeah. about. Um, I didn't know that at the time I was so naive. I didn't even realize it um you but, didn't you know, know that he was an addict no no okay. i didn't know at all and what he, was he taking like lord tabs that was the, he that was, was taking the like era. darvacets or like like narcos or wow. something oh, narcos. narcos yeah narcos okay or something yeah, 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 yeah something like that like some loved sort of, a good norco back in the I, day yeah i'm like i don't even like <laughs> i don't even know you know I, if i took a norco i'd like throw up so, now you know. yes i would too but back then yeah. that's what i used to look for because they had less aspirin in them than the blue pills oh, okay <laughs> i'm like i have no clue like i didn't even know he was like on them you know yeah. he, was, he just but that's how he functioned you know, mm -hmm. and um, but I would be, you know, the, the cameras would stop rolling. They'd leave around 10 o'clock at night and then, you know, Travis would go to bed. But I would have to go put like Atiana in her bed and I'd put on like, you know, a, a movie. And then I would go and like rock Landon. And mind you, I was pregnant. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I'd rock Landon and then I'd go lay down with Atiana until she fell asleep. And then I would go lay down and then one of them would wake up like five minutes later, yeah. you know, and then I would go rock the baby and then I would go, you know, lay down with her. And then when I had Alabama on the show, well, then I had to go put Atiana down go rock Alabama, you know, you know, then go rock Landon. And then one of the, you know, I was constantly. So by the time like our nanny would come at like eight in the morning and the crew would show up, I was exhausted, exhausted mm -hmm. you know, and it was like, I need to sleep. I've been up all night, like working the graveyard. Yeah. Shit, you know, so yeah. I mean, so when people say that all the time, like, oh, you're a deadbeat. I think I did one episode where the <laughs> nanny came in and I, I the nanny um, stayed the night. Right. And I actually got like, I was like, I need to get like eight hours of sleep, like right. a solid eight hours of sleep. Like I can't have it broken up can't every three function. hours, which you do with a newborn and mm -hmm. stuff. And uh, so I had Liz, who's still with us to this day. Um, yeah. She uh, came over and and they filmed it and they asked her, they, she can't unmute the Barkers. They filmed her and, they, and, um, and I said, how were they last night? You know? Mm -hmm. So 
all the people at home thought that I had a fucking nanny the entire, over, time. The entire time every night. And it was just like one night. And then it was like, oh, I'm a deadbeat mom that never like who slept and never took care of her kids. That's exactly like, why I wanted to ask that question, yeah. because I, I know being in the industry and having yeah. to film our reality show that we do. Yeah. Fucking I know exactly that there's always more to the story. Yeah. And yeah. I don't think people comprehend people on the other side of the keyboard don't yeah. comprehend that what you see on TV is completely edited. Yes, it's real. Yes. Quote, yeah. Unquote, yeah. 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 But it's completely chopped up and edited and there's so yeah, much to make shit a storyline to entertain yes. you. It's supposed to, you know, it was supposed to be funny. Yes. But, you know, it and, you know, I honestly think and I think the worst thing you can do to a woman is to shit on her as a mother. Yeah. I think it's really one of the cruelest and most vile things. Yeah. And I honestly can't imagine going up to a stranger or to a person or going online and saying to someone, you're a fucking piece of shit mother. You're a deadbeat mother. Like, yeah. I don't fucking know you from a hole in the wall. I can't imagine saying that to a, a stranger and, and saying that to them about, you don't know what's going on in someone's home, what's going on with their husband. And people, you know, because we had that show, they, and I know I'm a public person and, you know, and it's like, and, you know, I put myself in that position, but at the same time, fuck you. you. You this is where this is where I stand up for us and I have been standing up to online bullies and they fucking hate it just because we are open online does not give you the right right. to tear us apart for no fucking reason they're like well you're a celebrity you should be able to handle it how about go fuck yourself you'd never say this to my face yeah exactly you know I'd stand up to the bullies and I don't fucking like it and Instagram is the worst like I I can't go live right now oh get on TikTok girl you ain't seen nothing yet yeah yeah (laughs) well Instagram's like the well I mean in the way that they don't defend you, you oh, know, at like, all. Like you no. know, I told someone to like go fuck themselves, or I called them a bitch the other day. You know, shitting on my daughter, like, mm. or shitting on me as a mother or something, and it, you know, and I just was like, bitch, get off my page. Yeah, thirty days, and it's like, and it's just, yeah, I know they probably have a computer that's just like, I said the word bitch, so yeah. now I can't go live for thirty days. But it's like, did you see the comment? Did, yeah, is that person blocked? Is that yeah. person, you know, is there mm-hmm. any repercussions for these people's nope. actions for that? Like. You know, what if I what if I wasn't as strong as I am and I go fucking blow my brains out? I like, know. you know, do you like I, I don't I don't understand Absolutely. it. It's really, you know, it's it's but I back to what I was saying. I honestly think criticizing women like that, especially as a mother, mm-hmm. is really the grossest and lowest form of yeah. harassment you can do to a woman. I could never go to somebody's page and just say anything mean. And, and I, if I don't even like if you, I don't, I don't agree with page. it. Yeah. yeah, even if I don't agree with it, I'm just like, eh, and keep scrolling. You know, yeah. I don't have to sp- to word vomit on this person's page just to yeah. make myself feel better. If I don't like something, I don't view it. I don't go to their pages. I scroll on by. You know, like absolutely, I don't pay attention to it. But you know, it's I mean, people. And I used to when MySpace was big back yeah. in the day. I, <laughs> I love to, MySpace. <laughs> I love we MySpace. never had problems. We had the yeah. top fucking eight. We had we could put music on our profiles. Yes, it was we could design so fun. our profiles. It was so Tom amazing. didn't fucking fuck with us. Right. Nobody right. got violations. Yes. Like it was bring so MySpace back. Please. Tom, where the I fuck think are Justin you? Justin Timberlake bought it. Justin, bring it back. Yeah. <laughs> I think Tom, Tom followed me on fucking TikTok and I was more excited about that yeah, than yeah. fucking like I du- matched with him on on a dating app (laughs) (laughs) tom you dirty boy you yeah he was on the league you only get like three people a day and he's like yes it's really me oh my god that is so funny we never never talked it was the same picture and i was like is this really 
the, the Tom. Oh my I God. Was like, that's weird. I would love to see Tom in person. I got to get Tom yeah. on the podcast. Yeah, um, yeah. All right. So moving back to meet the yeah. markers, is that kind of where you guys' relationship started falling apart a little bit? A little bit towards like the end of the season. I think what really happened, what really started to affect our relationship, which is the irony to this day mm. for me is he didn't want to be known as like a couple or a reality star. He wanted to be known as a musician, right? Which I understand, Respect- and I respected so. one thousand percent. You know, and you know, back then I was like, you know, I I want to do all the things that you see reality stars doing now. Like I wanted to start a clothing line and a brand, and he was just so against all of it like he was so punk rock and that was so against like what but he, he had famous stars and straps yeah he did right? but that or was stripes, his own, but stripes. that was yeah straps famous stars and straps but that was like its own company he wasn't using the tv show he had already created that gotcha. you know mm-hmm. um he wasn't an opportunist with the tv show okay. and um and uh and so you know he's he, we kind of put an end to it so he isn't could, that the point of having a reality show though to, to capitalize off <laughs> to capitalize and i'm not talking yeah. shit i'm just saying like i would think that you would want to capitalize off whatever you could especially with the yeah. attention that you guys were getting yeah and i i just think for him you know he was the star and i think when it became about us like as a couple and i wanted to be like a power couple you know and mm. he he didn't want that he wanted to like you know I think he was be used to being the man in the mm-hmm. center and the musician and um, and he wanted to be known and taken seriously as a serious musician and that I could respect but um, that's kind of like where it like it, it started to decline. When did the affair with Kim Kardashian start? Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset, hard to get better than that unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. It started after the affair with Paris Hilton. Oh, okay. Yeah. And um, here comes Paris again. <laughs> yeah, there comes Paris. And I had already got like, mind you, in that club, I had gotten Paris Hilton's face. You know, like, well, she, when when Oscar and I were having a conversation, she bibbity bopped in, and I was like, "Aren't you fucking this one here? Aren't you fucking this one?" And she was like, "I don't even know him." I'm like, "Yeah, you do." And so she leaves, and you know, he and I continued arguing. Oscar right. and I, and I left. So she and I had already had words like that night, and then, um, uh, yeah, I don't. I, I don't know. Um, he and I were arguing and we kind of t- like separated, but we were still living in the same house. How did you know he was having an affair with Paris? Uh, they caught him like making out on camera. Oh, And gotcha. it was like all over TMZ okay. and everything. And I was just like, wow. I feel like back then Paris was the party girl. And I don't yeah. feel like she really even knew what the fuck was going on. Because I had met Paris a few times out here. And every time I met yeah. her, she was sloshed, dude. Yeah, and yeah, And I'm not making was. excuses for her. No, we, not We were at all, all not partying and fucking doing our own thing. But 100%. I, she yeah. was a kid. Like, yeah. I mean, and I was a kid. I mean, 
mean, I was probably 26, 27, and she was like, I think, like 17 years mm-hmm. old or something. Yeah, you know? she's yeah, she was young. Too. Yeah, she was young. A lot of these men had taken advantage of her. Too, Absolutely, you know? I, I I would agree with that 100. percent Yeah, 100. Yeah, percent But um, yeah, she. I remember this is the big incident with her. Um, we uh, I, I was I was doing Dancing with the Stars, and I think Bama was like six months old, and um. And uh, the dancers back then, yeah. you know, all the famous ones now couldn't get into the clubs mm-hmm. and they needed me to get them into the to the clubs. So we went over. There was like Hyde on Sunset. And then there was this other club. And uh, I, God, I remember Hyde. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awful. And um, uh, I was just there for the first time since this incident, like last week for Jason Momoa's vodka launch nice. party. Not, not, for, not for him, but oh. for his vodka. I was like, <laughs> he nice. was there, but he, I've known him since he was 19. But like. And uh, you guys never hooked no, up? No, 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 no. I've known him since he's he was like single a, now. Uh, since he was a model. I mean, he's cute. Yeah, <laughs> he's cute. Uh, he, I mean, he he was like young Elvis when you know when he first yeah. moved to L.A. It was mm-hmm. like a model and stuff. But yeah, anyway. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we were. I was at this one club, and my girlfriend came up to me. She was actually at that party, and she was like, "You you need to leave." And she was like, "Mind you, I'm married to Travis." And she was like. Um, Par- Travis and Paris are coming in like you need to leave and I was like and so were you guys weren't split at the time we were separated gotcha. um, he, he was like I think doing the whole t- hotel thing oh you gotcha. know when I was at the house with the babies gotcha. and I only I wasn't gonna go out that night I just uh, went to get those other dancers those kids into the club mm-hmm. and um, and so when I went down so I went down to hide and um, and I was just like doing my thing and um, and Cheryl Burke I'll never forget this came in and was like Paris is here and I was like, why is she here? She was just making out with my husband at the fucking bar down the road, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, and then I, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to leave. I'm going home. Like, I can't. I got to get the fuck out of here. This yeah. is, you know, it was humiliating to be asked to leave. And then, you know, this, you know, whatever. And and there she was with Stavros. She was making out with Stavros. Yeah, she was with him. Yeah, she was, she? yeah <laughs> she was making out with him. And I was like, I have a fucking six-month-old at home. And I have a fucking like two-year-old and a five-year-old kid and you're fucking making out with my husband a block down and now you're making out with this dude you don't even love my husband you're destroying my family and you don't even mm. fucking love him yeah. you know it's not even like this is your soulmate or you're you think you're gonna have something with him and i'm so sure you were really hurt dude. i was destroyed yeah. i was destroyed and i um i went up to her and uh and i was like you're you're a real fucking bitch and she looked at me and she went you're a, she used her voice, you know, her voice that she does. And mm. she went, you're a fucking bitch. <laughs> and I just went at it. And um, you punched her in the jaw, <clears> right? I, uh, and I was going allegedly, allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> and I was about to go at it. And Stavros fucking shoved me um, mm. down like if the staircase. And if like there weren't people coming up the staircase, I probably would have rolled down the stairs and fucking died. Oh my and gosh. then, um, yeah. And he came up to me and he got in my face. He poured a drink on my head. He got in my, he had like my wrist and was like bending it back. And I need him in the, in the nuts to get him like away from me. And um, Sam, like the owner and stuff, they were all like yelling at me, and they like basically shoved me out the door, the front door to the the paparazzi, mm. and that's what all that footage is. Like if you Google, it's, it was terrible, and I had to walk from that fucking bar mm. down to the other bar to go get my car. While paparazzi, yeah, all the paparazzi you. was like chasing me. It was terrible. So that was like kind of like the end of it all. But and then he went to um, Paris, which is in his book. Um, it's kind of like, and he was with Paris. 
And at the time, I guess he was talking to Kim too. I don't know. I think that's when they first started talking as friends. Mm -hmm. And um, and uh, he came back. He he got flown back from uh, tour because he was so fucked up on drugs. Mm. And I got him sober. And I remember telling uh, like his friend little. So Chris, even after all yeah. of this, um, even after you know the situation with Paris and stuff like that. Um, and then, you know, knowing about the Kim situation. I didn't know about Kim at that oh, point. you didn't know about Kim no. at that point. Okay, gotcha. Um, he still came back to you. He and came was back, like, yeah. Hey, I really need help. I have yeah. a problem and here. I helped him. Aww. And I told little Chris, I was like, you, in Paris, was still trying to call him. I was like, I was like, look at your fucking friend right now. Look at him. That's, that's what you do to your friend. Don't bring another fucking drug into this house. Right. Don't you do it. You know, and, um. It was like some Johnny Cash type shit, <laughs> you know, like, I mean, I was egging people's cars and stuff like, you know, like <laughs> whose cars did you egg? his man, like his assistant, you know, <laughs> trying to pick him up to take him out to meet bitches mm. and give him drugs. You know, everyone wanted to be a rock star. They all wanted, you know, they needed him to go party and drink and meet bitches and feel cool. Right. You know, but he had a family and, you know, you like, were trying to help him heal, you know, trying to. Yeah. So, uh, uh, and we got back together and we were trying to heal over that. I actually helped um, create the, the girls line of famous stars and straps. Mm -hmm. And I did all the campaigns and I got all my playmate friends and, you know, Adrian Curry and, you know, mm -hmm. Tiffany, John, uh, Tiffany. Um, yeah. I think Johnson, uh, it's a model, you know, big models and stuff. And I did all the women's line and stuff. And then that's when Kim came in mm -hmm. and she was just starting. They didn't have their show or anything. Well, yet. Wasn't Kim. Uh, Kim was best friends with Paris. With Paris. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was like yeah. the two of them had like a, like a who can we fuck competition <laughs> in L.A., you know, like, you know, whose husband can we fuck? You know, like oh it was pretty crazy. It, I mean, they really did. It was it was like wild. It was yeah. like that's why today when they have issues now, I'm like, oh, you know, and I always well, say life always comes back around. It always, yeah. Those and like I turn. said, and I'm not defending their actions. Yeah, um, they were so young. They were. And they were. I mean, I've done shit that I fucking completely Absolutely. regret that I did in my 20s. Now that I'm in my 40s, I'm like, why? did I do that? Yeah. You know? Yeah. For me, it's like, Hey, you did what you did. Yeah. You know, and At least just say sorry. Or yeah, like, and that's, yeah, yeah, that's fine. But it's like, you know, don't be shocked when yeah. you, you know, when you, when you deal with an angry wife. Yeah. Is that TikTok yeah. sound? You're shocked. You're yeah. Shocked? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So totally. Kim came in and then what happened there? So she shot for famous stars and straps. And this was the first time that he handled the shoot. Gotcha. Mind, mind you, she's wearing the stuff I designed, you right. know, and I was just like, why is this girl on your because I associated her with Paris and, you know, and I was like, why is this girl on your computer? Like, why? What's going on? And he was like, oh, I just, you know, she's up and coming and I just wanted to, like, you know, get involved and stuff. And I knew, like, things were getting weird. And at that time, we were just still, like, you know, kind of working on things. And I had a house in the same neighborhood. And so we would like going back and forth to each other's homes and someone anonymously and randomly texts me. Uh, their conversations and I'm pretty sure it was Paris <laughs> wow. I'm pretty sure it was Paris I don't wow. know um, but so someone, somebody just texts you from a random, a random number, number and it's screenshots yeah of all the of all Travis and Kim's conversation and what were those like they were trying to meet up at her sister's house to fuck which sister I don't know oh I don't know wouldn't that be crazy if it was Courtney yeah, <laughs> yeah I know I know um I think I think Courtney how sure. would that person have gotten those screenshots that's crazy. Someone someone got in her phone for sure. Wow. And I remember I, so I went to, to the house and I showed them to him and I, I was bawling. Aww. I was just so, I was just fucking broken It's exhausting. Again. I've been in relationships yeah. like that and it's like, it's uh, it just tears you down as a human and as yeah. a woman. You just, your self-esteem is just yeah. shot at this point. I just, and I wanted, I wanted 
you know, I felt like such a failure with Oscar. I wanted this relationship to work. And, you know, we did get married and we had a successful TV show. And, you know, and I was so in love with him and so happy. And I wanted to have what my parents had for mm -hmm. my children. I wanted my children to see their mother and father in love and, and to walk in on them dancing and have mm -hmm. what I had, you know. And I just knew, like, I wasn't going to be able to give my children that at that moment. Right. And I showed him the text messages and he deleted them. And so I, don't, I said, I don't see anything. And I was like, we're going to do this. Like, we're going to do this. Wow. And then, I mean, uh, that's the biggest admission of guilt. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, and then she called. I called her. We had words. And uh, and she just said to me that she didn't like white guys. She only dated black guys. And I was like, Kim, you'll fuck anyone to be famous. Like, you really will. Mm. And you fucked, you know, that little singer boy. And you, you know, and you, you fucked the NSYNC kid. You fucked the NSYNC kid, you know, or whatever. Oh, which NSYNC kid? I think she she was with, um, I don't know all their names. And yeah, stuff. I don't know. Um, you can Google it. Yeah. It's out there. Yeah, 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 for um, sure. It's definitely out there. But I was like, you'll fuck anyone to be famous, you know, because they didn't have their show yet. And then they just got their show. And then Travis and I really um, never really recovered from that. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. hard because yeah. that was multiple times. And just yeah. as a woman, it's like your self-pride and your stupid. dignity. You know, I felt stupid. I was like, you're just making me look dumb, you know, like. Over and over. You know, over and over. So I, I filed for divorce. What year is this? Uh, 2008. 2008 so yeah. you file from divorce from mm -hmm. for divorce from travis yeah take me on this you're starting over again but this time you've got three babies yes we're starting over again i go back to my house um uh, uh he gets into a plane crash mm. and uh, well that. we we actually started working on things again we started talking <laughs> this is where the twin flame yeah. thing comes yeah, in yeah <laughs> we started working on things again and um, i guess things you know according to his book everyone can read it you know they decided that you know they would just be friends but you know I, yeah. I think there's a lot more going on there um but i mean if you read his book when people read his book you know there's tiktoks and stuff about it too and i'm like he was fucking married like yeah. you know i mean i caught him with like lindsey lohan kimberly stewart tara connor fucking paris kim like you know he you know he was, he was living the rock star he was living lifestyle. the rock star life yeah. you know so um but he you know we always came back to each other and that's um, why I always say twin flames, because no matter what you yeah. guys went through, you guys always came back. Yeah. Do you think that he'll come back again if things don't work out with him and Courtney? I don't know. You know, would you I, let him come back? I don't know. I really people ask me that, you know, I'll always love him. I'll always love him immensely and deeply. And um, and I'm not bitter or jealous. Um, I, I don't know him anymore. Right. I really don't. I don't I don't know him as a human being anymore at all. So if I ever did hang out with him, I would have to relearn him relearn him and and get to know him as just a friend first and as a person you know mm -hmm. but um as the father of my children and as just a, as someone that I, I i look back fondly on some of the most amazing memories of my life i'll always love him for right. sure yeah so he gets in this plane crash yeah which I, was a brutal yeah. plane yeah. crash i was at the house we were together at that time. So this and is after you filed for divorce. Yeah, after yeah, we're not, but we're now we're rekindling. We were talking about getting remarried, mm -hmm. and uh, and um, he uh, he it was he had just finished tour and he had to go do this uh, show with DJ AM um, in North Carolina, and he uh, he didn't want to go. They got a private jet, and he was like, you know, Mama, like this is this jet is really little, and I was like, you know, and he wanted me to go on it. And I and I had this really weird feeling in the kitchen, and I it was so strange, and um, and I remember like going, if we both die, who's gonna take care of my kids? I remember just having like that thought, mm -hmm. and um, and I was like, my mom and dad are too old, and his mom and dad are too old, and you know, like 
who's going to raise my children? Like his sister? Like what? Like what's going to happen? Right. And I just said, you know, honey, I don't, I don't want to go. Like I think I should stay, stay back with the kids. And I was like, you know, you're going to want to go play and come home, and I'm going to want to go and party, you know, and you're not going to want to, and it's going to be a big fight. And and uh, I was like, just go and come back, and like, like, like let's start our life together, you yeah. know. And he was like, okay, but he took the plane there, and he did the show, and he wanted to get back and DJ AM and then had another show, and he was supposed to stay another night and fly home like commercially. But DJ AM wanted to come back for a gig, and so they voted on getting this plane, basically. And he was like, I'm going to come home early. And I remember when he got there, he was like, honey, I have a really bad feeling about this plane. Mm. And I was like, you say that about every plane. We both say this about every yeah. yesterday. That's I how I am every time we're about to get on a flight. Yeah. I'm like, mm. I was the same way yesterday. Like I was like about to cry on the plane. I was I sat next to a pilot and he until like, Dita Von D showed yeah, up. Yeah, and I was like, we're both not going down, Dita. Not not today. The Gothic Satan. angel arrived. Yes, yeah. Dita the angel, the airline angel arrived. But um, yeah, so he uh, it was so weird because I felt like he he called me 15 minutes later after the plane crashed and mm. um and I, I i felt like they just landed i don't know how to explain it to you it felt like hours went by and they like and i in alabama was in the bed and it was so weird alabama sat up and she went mommy where's little chris and i went where's little chris i was like little chris is with daddy honey like lay down go back to sleep and i was watching a movie and i got a call and it was a para paramedic or a police officer and he was like ma'am is this shana mokler and i was like yeah and he's like there's been a terrible plane crash and I said, uh, and I thought they were fucking around, like mm. joking. And I was like, that's not funny. You know, like, I don't think that's a funny joke. And he's like, no, ma'am, there, there's been a, a bad accident. And then I was like, guys, it's not, it's not funny. And he goes, ma'am, I am deputy blah, 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 blah. And there's been a horrible plane accident. You oh. need to listen to me. And then I heard Travis screaming. Mm. And, and uh, he was screaming, I'm on fire, I'm on fire. And, mm. uh, and he's like, we need to airlift him to the Atlanta something, and he did, and, and he didn't want to. And then I talked to him, and he was like, they're all gone. Like little Chris is gone. They're gone. And oh. and um, and he didn't want to get on another like an airlift. I so mean, they, I don't blame him. So they drove him. Oh. You know, I mean, and he was burned on like seventy percent of his body, mm. and. Uh, and I, um, I think I packed like a shoe and a remote control and a battery, and I fucking flew to <laughs> yeah. You know, in that North moment, Carolina, you just you know, are like whatever. I, I was just so out of it, and um, and I was with him for the first like three, four weeks, mm. um, there, and um, in in Atlanta, and then we took a tour bus back from Atlanta to the um, burn center in Los Angeles, and uh, and I was there with him there for the first like two, three weeks, mm -hmm. and this is where it went bad. Um, we got his computer to uh i've never shared this with anyone before mm. uh so it's kind of crazy uh <laughs> i got his computer and uh and i we were doing it so the kids could facetime with him because mind you the kids hadn't seen their dad now for no. almost a month and a yeah. half and uh we just and we, we were hoping that him seeing the kids would also give him the strength to keep fighting right you know and uh was he fighting like infection and stuff like that he didn't have infections oh. but just the pain gotcha. just the just yeah. the what they had to do and what mm. he had to endure yeah, and the yeah, surgeries yeah. and the Brutal. removal of skin and mm. just it was really fucking horrifying mm. um i i wouldn't have lived mm. and i was supposed to be on that plane you know mm. i would have and we definitely wouldn't have lived because the, there were four guys and we would have let them have the back of the plane and travis and i probably would have sat in the front and we wouldn't have had our seat belts on and we would have we would have died mm. for sure so um yeah i always think about that but um mm. uh when i was setting up his computer and he facetimed with the kids but um and he, he was getting a blood transfusion and i looked in his mm. email and i saw all the emails from all the women 
Oh, goodness. And I just like, and that didn't bother me as much as back then you had to, to when you went to TMZ and you wrote a comment, right? What TMZ will do, you write a comment and then they'll email you a link and you have to click the link um, to approve the comment. You can write, you know, Bob or Cindy Lou or whatever right. you want, but you have to it's still, you have still have to send it to an email and then you have to click the link and then TMZ will, will you know, approve it. And I saw all these comments in his email that he was posting about me on TMZ about what a shitty mother I was and Chris, little Chris, about what a shitty mother I was and what a terrible person I was. And, you know, and I had even read some of them and I couldn't fucking believe that he was the one behind some of those comments. Wow. And I left the hospital. It would make me like cry just to say I left the hospital. That's so hurtful. Yeah, and I, I went home and I cried in my mother's arms for like hours. It was terrible. I was like, it's terrible. And so that's when I was because like. Because this is a man that you love that you're And I'm like by his side, like, you know, like I flew to be by his side. And I and I just fucking was like, I can't go back. to. And I called his drum tech and the godfather of our children. I was like, I'm not coming back to the hospital. And I'm like, and this is why. And I need to like, we're, I need to figure some shit out. And um, and and I granted, looking back now, I sh- probably should have just fucking ate or licked my wounds and been th- by his side while he was still recovering from that. Mm. But at that time, I felt like he there was only like two people allowed into the room and he was in L.A. and he had his father and his sisters and he had a huge hundreds of people were going to the hospital and visiting him every day. And I felt like he had a good support system. And mm. for me, I just was like destroyed. And um, do you so, feel like he held that against you, and that was kind of like ammo for his arsenal? And later on, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and you know, and so I just was going out, getting drunk, you know. And I think like they they took pictures of me with like like I I I was friends with Gerard Butler. I had known him since I was like mm-hmm. twenty, and now I'm like I guess I'm like thirty four at this point. And I had saw him at a club, and the paparazzi took pictures of us, and they made it seem like I was kissing him and stuff, but I wasn't. Yeah, and um. And then Travis saw that, and then we just, like, never really recovered. It's crazy when, yeah. they, when they can do it, but if you do it, yeah, then it's yeah, like, for that's sure. how all men are. Yeah. I'm sorry that you went through that, and that's very yeah. hurtful. And I don't think that you should have had to have licked your wounds. And, you know, I understand yeah. most women would be like, well, she should have sucked. Or most people would have been yeah. like, oh, she should have sucked it up. No. When you've already been through so much hurt with somebody, sure. there's always that one thing that happens that literally breaks the straw on yeah. the camel's back. Yeah. Uh, that's how I am in relationships. Yep. Like, yep. I'll give and I'll give and I'll give. Yeah. And then if something happens, it could be the fucking smallest thing, which that was a big thing for mm-hmm. you, but it could be the smallest thing and I'll be like, I'll never talk to this person again. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, and well, we ended up talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. You guys are just we a glutton right for punishment. <laughs> it's just we because came. you guys really loved each other. And yeah, I we really really feel like we could always feel the chemistry between Travis and you. Like yeah. it was just real. It was. I feel like you and Travis are going, both of you are going to be searching for that connection that you guys have sure. for the rest of your lives. Yeah. Whether you guys. I am. I'm still searching for it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm single. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but men are men and I, you know, are yeah. him and his other situation could yeah. be very happy and yeah. you know, whatever. But it's just when you have a love like that with somebody, it's very hard to ever. Yes, for sure. Yeah. yeah it's a once in a lifetime kind of a love. Thing. Sure, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So even after he hurt you, you still yeah. went back. We got back together and I'll never forget. It was the first he got back out of the hospital, but he was still like on a lot of medications and very and still healing. And um, 
and he wanted to go to a restaurant and I, I said, okay. And I remember watching him. It was the first time I had seen him since I stopped going to the hospital and he got out of the car and he grabbed Alabama and he took her out of the car and he looked fucked up. Mm. Like he just looked like he has been through it. You know, he had like a beard and, you know, and, and, but I, and I remember him grabbing our daughter and I just was like, that's it. I'm done. Like I'm going to heal this family. I'm going to heal this marriage. I'm going to let all this shit go and all this hurt and this pain and these affairs and everything. And I'm going to love this man and I'm going to make this family right. And that's what I tried to do. I, um, I like cooked for him and I helped give his medications and I wiped his balls and I changed his dressings Mm -hmm. and I was there for him, you know? And, um, and he just was like, convinced because of the Gerard Butler that I like cheated on him you know he's convinced that I did that stop being a Scorpio Travis yeah like just convinced (laughs) and he just like you know and we were trying to date again but we just like there's just so much water there was just so much and we just couldn't we just we couldn't do it and um but we we ended up living together you know and like was it just as friends were you guys still fucking like co-parents you know like but were you guys still banging and like no but we were just so in love with each other but couldn't just didn't want to let go didn't know how to do it Mm. And um, so, and we wanted to like, you know, be like there for our kids. And so yeah. we lived together mm-hmm. like a couple, I think, till like almost 2014. Wow. <laughs> you know, and then yeah. till I, I met a, my ex-boyfriend, Brian, who was a hell's angel. And, uh, and at, then I got kind of serious with him. And then I was like, okay, I don't think we should be living together anymore. Like we're not together. You don't want to work on this. I can't be living with you like, you know, like you should have your days and I should have my days. And we did what was like a nesting agreement where at first, you know, we lived together all the time. Mm -hmm. And then we did where the kids stayed in one house and then I would go to the house like Monday to Wednesday. And then he would go to the house like, you know, Wednesday to Sunday. And then but the kids would stay in the same place and we would go from our houses to that one house. I love how the kids were always the focal point, though. For sure. Like always. Whatever happened, no matter what we've been yeah. through, we're going to try to fucking make this work. That I mean, that was the one thing. And to this day, it's the one thing that he and I agree on is our kids and just trying to give them the best life possible. Absolutely. Know? Yeah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So you move on, he moves on. Yeah. And is it over from there? So from twenty. Yeah, it's over. I mean, I stopped talking to him about around two thousand fourteen. We didn't and we started following each other right before he and Courtney. I don't know how long we've been together, maybe two or three years, mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Um, and then uh, when he got with Courtney, we we st- we stopped even just being cordial. We we co parent, you know, if there's some yeah. I mean, my my oldest daughter's twenty four, she doesn't 
you know, people still shit on me to this day. Like, raise your kids. I'm like, I have a grown adult. Like, I have a, <laughs> my daughter is 24 years old. Like, yeah. you know, she's a young adult. So, yeah. like, I don't, like, need to rear her anymore, you know? Yeah, like, literally. you want me to change her fucking diapers? Like, <laughs> you're like, I already had a baby. Yeah, my was, son is like, 20 years old, you know? at 24. I'm like, he's living with his girlfriend. What do you want me to do? Go what over to the house? What a handsome kid. He's, he's They're both just so cute. Thank All you. of them are so beautiful. Thank you so much. I'm yeah. really proud of him. And I, I'm, he's so talented. They're all talented. But, and then Alabama, she's going to be 18, you know, on Christmas Eve this mm-hmm. month. So it's like, She is you your know. fucking twin. Yeah, she's, and she, in, in, internally too, she's like me, you know, she's, she has that tenacity and doesn't give a fuck and just yeah. is so ambitious and like, you know, people hate on her. I mean, you want to talk about bullying a fucking kid. That kid has got it since she was 12 and it's she does insane. not care. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's been raised in it. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, it's probably second skin to her, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But still no child deserves to be no, bullied like no that. No child. Yeah. Ever. Absolutely. Yeah. How does it make you feel whenever they did take to like public platforms and kind of talk shit about how you didn't raise them and stuff like that? Were you guys just yeah. in a heated argument and it was kid shit or? I feel at the time when Travis got with Courtney, um, there was like some parental alienation going on there where, you know, I, th- I you have to understand too, uh, you know, Travis, even when we weren't together, always wanted to be the super dad. I'm the best parent. I'm the this and right. that. And I'm like, bro, you win. Like, you're the winner here. Like, you have all the money and you have all the this. Like, you, you're the winner, you know? Yeah. Give the drummer some. You know, like, you're the, you're, you win. Like, I'm not competing with you, you know? Like, mm. um, but I think, you know, when the Kardashians first came around, they were enamored just as, like, young kids would be enamored by them. And yeah. I think there was a lot of glitter and fame and, you know, they watched them on TV and now their dad's dating one and they're going to be on the show. And, you know, and I think they got caught up mm-hmm. in that you know which young kids would do yeah and you know absolutely. they're buying them prada and they're buying them gifts and they're going to these events and they're meeting kanye and they're you know the, all this big stuff and i can't give them that right. i don't have that i don't have access to that i don't have the money to do that i can't buy you guys prada every you know other week and stuff i, I don't i can't do it right. and my house isn't a mansion like travis i don't have a movie theater i don't have golf carts for you kids to he's drive he's fun around. dad yeah you know <laughs> he, he's everything you yeah. know and um uh and so i think comments were made and i think they were influenced and um and it was hurtful and it was you know and it, and it was like you know and i've had conversations with them since and they you know they've apologized but i'm not going to take one comment that my angry teenage kid says to right. me and and now all of a sudden 24 hours i'm a fucking deadbeat mom no right. like they all know i'm not we all know the truth i go to bed at night i sleep very very well um, with who I am as a woman and as a mother and mm-hmm. how I raised my children. And, you know, and, uh, and I think now, as time's marching on, I think they're seeing things and they're realizing, and as they become young adults, they're like, yeah, they see, they see through things that they didn't before. Yeah. No, you know? I get it. Teenagers will be teenagers. I went through it with our daughter who's going to be 16. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, she, <laughs> she was like, yeah, yeah we yeah. went through a rough patch this last summer and it's like, that's just how kids are. Yeah. They're, yeah. I mean, what fucking teenage girl gets along with their mom? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, you know, very rarely, very, very rarely. And I, you know, and at one point I just was like, you know what? The, the the difference between a lot of people is, you know, that shit was all getting played out in the press with one of the yeah. biggest, most powerful families in the world, you know, mm. and I'm I don't and, and they're a they're a media machine. Yeah. They own the fucking media. Yeah, I don't. So I just got fucking hammered right. and bullied and just, you know, and over my fucking kids. Yeah. Who does that? Mm. Who does that to someone over and to with their ch- own children? 
Fuck they, you, that family. You're disgusting. Have the, so they haven't ever been welcoming to you? No, and I would anyone? never, ever want to know them. Ever. Right. Like, and, you know, and I'm tired of people shitting on me. I don't have to like that fucking family. Right. People do not have to like that family. You don't, like, just because the media shoves them down your throat does not mean that you have to like that. There are people that don't like that family, don't watch that fucking show, and don't give a fuck what Kim Kardashian's doing with her ass. Right. There are people that don't care. I don't fucking care, and I'm not afraid of them, and I don't like them. But what I did do is I removed myself. I removed myself so that they couldn't let my, they couldn't bond with my children over hating me. Mm. And I removed myself and I took a step back and I was like, you know what? Go do what you guys need to do. And when you're ready, I will be here loving you unconditionally. And I will be here as your mother mm. and I will wait. And that's what I did. That's what a real mom does. Yeah. That's you what know, I you got to let your kids kind of fall and, um, you know, figure it out for themselves because yeah. in the end they'll respect you more than trying to control the narrative. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so yeah. Yeah. Good. So you're, yeah. you're, so everybody, the relationship yeah. is great. <laughs> yes. My <laughs> they're kids doing are good. good. Yes. They're doing good. And, uh, everything, everything, you know, this year, like I said, has been a little, little rocky for me with the loss of my parents and, um, you know, and I had a, another pretty bad breakup and yeah, um, I w- let's move on to that. So yeah. Matthew, you're talking about Matthew, yeah, right? Matthew. Yeah. yeah. That was a public breakup. Also that was a public breakup too. You guys were together for, um, three years, almost yeah. three years. Yeah. Yeah. And I love him. I love him very much. Yeah. Yeah. I'll always, I'll always really care and love him. We quarantined together and mm-hmm. you know, there's something about, yeah, I remember when you watching you guys with someone. <laughs> when you I was watching your stories during quarantine. Oh God, we were so drunk. We were, you know, we just talked actually like last night and we were laughing about quarantine. Like Aww. we were like, wow, we really did the damn thing. So but are you guys friends now? Because I we're do working know on being friends. It's probably yeah. got to be hard to get back with somebody who has slandered you in the public eye the way yeah. that he did too. Yeah, it's like you yeah. can't trust. I'm just so used like to being that. slandered at this point by everybody. You poor mama. Like, I just like I'm like whatever. <laughs> You're like I'm what? Like, who else wants to shit yeah, on me? I'm Let's like, bring go. it. Let's go. <laughs> you know. So yeah. Yeah. Um. So you guys split, and you guys are definitely just not. Yeah, he's on the or? east coast, and I'm on the west coast, and you know, I don't know what I'm doing in life right now. I'm just kind yeah. of like floating and kind of just putting my 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 journey in the hands of God and, and in the universe because yeah. I, I've just, I've suffered so much loss this year mm-hmm. that I really don't know. And I really don't even career wise, I don't even know what I want to do. And I'm not, I'm not stressing myself out about it. I'm just kind of um, allowing myself grace and to heal. Mm-hmm. You know, Jana, you deserve a break. Thanks. <laughs> you have been going yeah. at it since you were a teenager, yeah. you know, yeah. pageants, yeah. pregnancy, yeah. divorces, Yep. drama like you spent a ride <laughs> you probably need to take two years yeah. of just peace and healing and sitting be still yeah you know I get a lot of my fan base is a lot of women who are divorced and single or going through breakups and you know they ask me like how how do you do it how do you you know and it's like you just gotta feel it you just gotta mm-hmm. feel that pain and you gotta feel that hurt and and it's not fun and it's uncomfortable and you know I tell some of my some of my fans like you know some days I get up and I make a coffee and that's a good day no you know that's yeah. a good day I got up and you know I was able to do that for myself you know so now it's like that's all I'm doing is I'm just trying to like just heal you have yeah. a lot of hurt and I can see it yeah. in your eyes whenever you talk about yeah. it How, do you do therapy have you considered going to therapy? no I don't like I don't like therapy I don't like it but I um 
I, I definitely am doing the self work mm. and you know, the shadow, the work. shadow work, the yeah. shadow work. I definitely do do that. I mean, I do a lot of, um, meditations, yeah. um, meditation I, saves, yeah. saves me. Yeah. 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 I do lots of, um, uh, visualization and meditations. Mm. I do a lot of journaling. I do, I do a lot of like, you know, self-centering work and, yeah. and, and I know I'll get through it. I'll overcome it. But I think with the losing my mother and father, mm. that was like my, that's where I went to heal, you know, mm -hmm. that's where I went. And so I have to kind of learn how to heal without that. And mm -hmm. that in itself is its own journey. I feel like you yeah. are always there for everybody else and who's ever there for Shana. Yeah, it's know? okay. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's, it's not okay. like it. And like, like, you know, we can laugh about it and smile yeah. through our pain. But at the same time, it's like you sure. deserve to be able to just take time off and just, you know, fall in love with yourself and Absolutely, like yeah. just fucking do what you got to do to fucking just, yeah. You, at this point you've raised your babies. Exactly. You're good. Yeah. Like you've yeah. done the mom shit. Yeah. You've done the acting. You've done everything. And that I you still have, saw. you know, I still believe in love and I still have hope. Like, you know, I, I think there is that person like out there for me and mar I, I love marriage. Um, but I, I definitely know that I don't want to go into another relationship broken. Mm. I want to be like healed and I want to, you know, you know, the next relationship I do get into, I want it to be one where I understand boundaries and I understand communication and, mm. and all that stuff and, and break this, that, that sort of narcissistic cycle. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you sweet baby. Yeah. Well, Shana, it has been amazing talking yeah, to you. Yeah, thank you so much. You have yeah. such a great story, dude. Thank like, you, thank you. I feel like like we're best friends now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I feel like we've had I felt moments. like that before I even met uh, you, but you just no, you give that energy too. I love so. that. Yeah, it's no, awesome. I appreciate that, and I want you to come back. I yeah, come back of course, and visit be me honored. and sit on this podcast and talk about whatever you want. I'm excited you're to see awesome. thank what you, you do next. And thank you, thank you. You know, like yeah. you're just you're a precious commodity to the world, and I want you thank to know that. Thank you. Thank Why don't you. you tell everybody where they can find you at? Yeah, you can find me pretty much on all social media platforms. It's just my name. So at Shana Mochler, um on Instagram. And wait, we forgot to talk about one thing. OK, you have an OnlyFans. I do have an OnlyFans. <laughs> yes, we got to make mama money. Yeah, make yes. Go visit my OnlyFans. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I, I, I love it. I don't do anything like uh, pornographic. Um, I don't like. I don't masturbate. But God, I don't if make, you did. Like, yeah. yeah, you would probably. I made my I made millions on of i could only yeah. imagine if you fucking went down yeah, that road yeah, would yeah. you ever I go just, down that road or no I, no no i don't think it's like for me but mm -hmm. i i do like what i basically like playboy style stuff yeah. you know i do like customs you know and things like that but yeah. i don't um i don't get too crazy on there yeah but i have a lot of fun and i chat and talk and um yeah i have a i have a lot of fun on there right good. but you know and i you know and i think only fans isn't as taboo as as it used to be no. and especially with only fans tv i do pageant stuff on only fans tv yeah. you know so yeah you know, I'm teaching girls like interview skills on there. So I love um, it. Yeah, it's cool. I just had to make sure that. Thank we you. Yes. And yeah, you can go to my OnlyFans. Only it's Shana Mochler. <laughs> OnlyFans.com at Shana Mochler. And my Instagram's at Shana Mochler. My uh, Twitter threads, everything. We um, got to get you on TikTok. You need to be more active on TikTok. I just am starting. So I would love to learn. We got you from baby. you guys. Yeah. If you please teach me like got you. what works because I do not know. And I'm not even verified on there. I don't even know. Oh, so. you will. Once you start getting more active and getting more views, they'll okay. verify you they for will. sure. Okay, There's okay. no reason why they wouldn't verify you. Okay, cool. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, but I'm learning and Bama just like laughs at me. I'm like, how do I do this? Just be like, yourself. Yeah. Literally, yeah. that's exactly what Bama does. She just gets on there and does her makeup thing. Yep, and yeah. Yeah. 
I'm gonna oh. try. I'm gonna do a live on there this month since I can't do one on Instagram. Do so it. I'm gonna do a live on there. Start moving yeah. your Instagram over to TikTok. Okay. Too. Okay, like cool. they all talk to themselves, but TikTok is sure. A, it'll grow your business tenfold. Oh, it'll okay, be good. insane. Yeah, you yeah. guys have masters have to teach <laughs> teach me. Please, teach me. We got you, baby. Thank you so awesome. much for coming by. Thank you for having me. I appreciate really it appreciate a lot. you. Yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Dumb Blonde. I will see you guys next week. Bye. <laughs>